Hey, what's up, everybody? Brian from the Herfcast here. Thanks for joining us. Tonight, I've got Keegan Damron with me co-hosting in the studio, in the Black Flannel studio here. And our guest is Kelly Sparks. Kelly Sparks does a whiskey review YouTube channel. Just look for uh, Kelly Sparks. And he's also one-third of the Bearded Idiots podcast. Um, Bearded Idiots podcast is whiskey, and now they're getting into uh, beer reviews. Uh, but very entertaining. They they do a review at the top of the episode, and then they just go into uh, general bullshit, general fuckery. Uh, I really enjoy their show. But the show itself, it's Kelly and uh, two of his friends, and it's quite entertaining. So uh, today's episode, I'm going to mention Tattered Beans Coffee, which we will get into in the conversation. But Tattered Beans Coffee, you've heard me talk about them before. Uh, I had Jason on and we explained everything. But the reason I want to talk about that is because my guest tonight, Kelly Sparks, he is a Marine veteran and he is on Tattered Beans. So if you want to try out Tattered Beans coffee and you don't have anybody to select, you could always select Kelly Sparks. Um, he would definitely appreciate it. So if you want to try out the Tattered Beans coffee, uh, go to tatteredbeans.com, uh, select either a branch that you want to you want your money to go to or you could go ahead and just select Kelly Sparks unless you got somebody else. So check them out. The coffee's delicious. Um they do great work with veterans and first responders. So definitely support them. Other than that, check out my website, theherfcast.com. You could buy a shirt. You could buy stickers. You could support me on Patreon. Uh you could also click the link to join the CRA uh, check out the Cigar Rights of America, and you can go to flatbedcigarcompany.com and save yourself 25% on your first order with the coupon code HC25. That's Hector Charlie 25 So do that up. Um, I hope you guys enjoy the show. We, we talk about uh, all kinds of shit. We talk about cigars, whiskey, um, conspiracy theories a little bit, um, and yeah, that's uh, that's definitely entertaining. So Hopefully you guys enjoy the show. Check it out and let me know what you think. Thanks. Fair warning, this is a long episode. Two hours and 50 minutes. So I won't be offended if you uh, listen to a half or a third and come back to it later. We had fun. What can I say? Enjoy. So I don't I don't know your, your friend here, Brian. So this oh, is yeah. <laughs> this is Keegan Damron. Keegan's been on the show a few times. How's it going, dude? Uh, he's a comedian, and he runs a couple of shows in the area. Uh, does all kinds of shit. And this is Kelly Sparks from the Bearded Idiots and uh, the Bearded Idiots podcast and the YouTube channel that I believe is just Kelly Sparks. Yeah, it's just my name. Yeah, which yeah. he does whiskey, whiskey reviews on there. And his claim to fame is if you look up the uh, proper 12 review, uh, his video is going to be the first one. Really? It's got, are, are, did you hit 700,000 yet or no? It's, it's coming up close. Um, I think we're – last time I looked at it, it was at like 690. So Damn. Yeah, it's, uh, it's moving on up. So what was the verdict? It's shit. It's I mean, it's not shit. I can't. It's 
it's a good semi-budget Irish whiskey. Right, right. That's what I was thinking. I, I, I was like, it's not better than Jameson. It's not like, it's nothing crazy, but it's it's better than if you're gonna drink, you know, dog shit. I guess. Yeah, I mean, it's it's better than that like salted caramel moonshine. <laughs> it gives you a damn uh, cavity every time you drink it. But yeah, it's just. I think personally, are we started or are we just bullshitting? I don't know. We'll find out when think, we're done. I think we're just oh, bullshitting. Cool. <laughs> okay. Um, I didn't know if you wanted to, whatever. But uh, I think if if Conor McGregor would have just uh, spent a little more money and got something with an age statement or something that was a little bit better quality, he could have sold it for 50, 60 bucks a pop and made double the money. Oh yeah. But I mean, like, I think that's his thing though. He wants to be in everybody's living room. He wants to be, he wants to be that household name. It's probably more what the decision was on it. But I th- I agree with you that like, if you're going to be like the champ, you're going to be that dude, put out something that's fucking decent. Yeah. I mean, he could have, he could have went $40, $45. Cause I think here locally it runs about 29 plus tax and it just, to me, it just doesn't taste good. <laughs> <laughs> so, I was gonna say I had I had a bottle of it, and like, I was like, ah, you know, I mean, it was good to throw in with some like Coca Cola or something just to hang out. Like, I wasn't trying to like actually just drink that shit straight up. I was like, uh, yeah, I got plenty of plenty of people commenting on the video and said, oh man, Redbeard didn't even finish his his glass yeah that tells you right there <laughs> yeah that's i i still don't do irish whiskey I, I did try some red breast not too long ago that that wasn't bad but it was still like fuck man i still can't fuck around with irish whiskey that's too much too much uh too many shots and whatnot in my youth yeah it uh for me it just doesn't have the body and the flavor that i'm looking for right now so Oh well. All right, so Kelly, what are you smoking? Well, the first cigar, I bought a couple uh smaller ones, some robustos. Um this is Oliva Serie G Maduro. This is actually the first uh first box of cigars that I purchased. Uh talking to a friend of mine a while back whenever I first really got into it and I asked him for a good cigar, good base level, entry level cigar to get into. And he said, Oliva Serie G, you can't go wrong with it. I said, all right. So that's what I did. No, I can't argue with that at all. So, um, see Keegan and myself, we, we have, uh, what, what will be in the mail for you tomorrow? Uh, <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Perdomo Reserve Champagne 10th Anniversaries, which, uh, you know, not, not a bad stick. I've had them before. Um, something, something a little, not, not as heavy to to get started with. It's different than any of the other, uh, like cigars that you've ever had me try on the podcast. Well, it's, I mean, if we end up with another one, we're going, we're going dark. So, but so as I mentioned earlier, uh, Kelly is one of uh, three idiots 
that do uh, the, the Bearded Idiots podcast. Uh, I did forget to mention that you are AKA Redbeard, which is yes. What what you go by on your on your YouTube? Why show? You want? I wonder. Uh, it's uh, it's this large patch of pubic hair that I have, so <laughs> just massive. Now, uh, for everybody listening, I have a a massive, massive red beard, so it's hard to miss. Yeah, I mean it's. I mean, as you're seated, I would say it's just about down to your nipples. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. So. <laughs> he's, got a, he's got a measure. He's like, oh, yeah, yep, you're right. It's about a finger's width away. All right, see? So. Yep. Um, and, and he's bald. So bald with the giant red beard. Um, yeah. But anyway, uh, so the Bearded Idiots podcast, they, uh, they do – some whiskey reviews to start it off and now they're kind of throwing in uh some some craft beer and and other stuff uh i've been listening for a while uh i've definitely enjoyed the show i enjoyed you know enough to get my name called out on every episode yeah uh, thanks brian stessel that, that, hey anytime <laughs> um but no it's really funny uh general fuckery ensues after the reviews so it's 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 quite entertaining and I've, I think I've turned you on to a couple other people, but, um, yeah, we've, we've been on the Delvin Cox show together, uh, for, for an interesting episode, but that, that was a really fun episode and I haven't even had the opportunity to listen to it yet. I've never listened to a single, sorry, Delvin, if you're to listen to this, I haven't listened to anything Delvin has put out yet. I follow him on Instagram but I really, really want to get back and listen to that episode because I think we had some good content. And I think everybody had a good time. Yeah, I really. Enjoyed it. I I actually just went back and listened to it. Uh, I don't know. It was maybe a week and a half ago, two weeks ago. I think is when I listened to it. And yeah, uh, yeah a couple parts in there that you know, listening to it just kind of remember what the hell we were talking about. It's like, oh, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that definitely fun times. Uh. If if anybody didn't get the memo on that, uh, and I don't know what podcasts are, so this has yeah. been interesting for yeah. me. <laughs> Just all this. It's it's when you take uh, a fishing rod and a Keurig uh, coffee pod uh-huh. and you cast it into the water. That's oh. that's what I heard it was. See, you know, yeah. this makes is sense. why this is why I came here today so that I would learn new things. Yeah, science. Yeah, being, yeah this, being, this electricity thing is blowing my mind. Being a, being, a, <laughs> being, a, being a comedian without a podcast, that's got to be, uh, yeah. you know, you, you got to be getting shunned from your peers. I do internet radio, so yeah. let's not, you All know, right. let's not, True. Let's, let's not get too far, let's not get too far ahead of All ourselves. All right, so yeah, yeah uh, the, the Moron Bros radio show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Every Tuesday. That's like a, inter, a comedian without a podcast is like a, a guy named Kyle without a tattoo. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Wait, does Kay? I don't know if Kay has tattoos. Uh, I'm not sure. He might. Yeah, you know what? He's douchey enough. He definitely has tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, Kay Francis Norris, if you're listening, uh, he won't. He won't roast battle me. No, I've challenged him like three times. Oh God, yeah, that's something we got to talk about. Yeah, the roast battles are really cool. Yeah. So you've two shows so far. Yes, we did too. We we crowned our uh, well. We gave the belt to our champion uh, June first. 
Awesome. Yeah, as as stated before in like private conversations. Your, your champion's I, name is June first. Oh no, <laughs> our champion's name is Ashley Lusk. Uh, oh, okay. She's is hilarious. that a guy or a girl? It's a it's a girl. She's <laughs> hilarious. Uh, really? She, uh, man, walked into the into the lion's den like just a bunch of killers, and she just roasted all of them. Won our title for uh for the region roasters. She's the first ever title holder. That's really cool. I'd love to to experience one of those we uh we're actually uh working out the bugs in our system we're going to be uh live streaming all of them to youtube uh in the come in the coming events like we're trying to do three to four uh events a year and then uh at least get one new champion every year and then we etch their names in the belt and shit oh nice (laughs) so yeah that's with with my work schedule and everything else i still haven't been able to make make it to one of your shows or the fucking region roasters man if things keep going the way they're going i'm a shitty fan you're gonna have you're gonna have so much of an opportunity to come see me because like i've been getting booked like crazy and that's not me bragging i'm actually kind of mad about it (laughs) (laughs) it's like i'm used to like hanging out on the weekends and like enjoying time off and now it's like you're going to cincinnati this weekend yeah you're going to fucking wherever Oh, see, I thought when you told me that you were going to be in Cincinnati next week, I thought you were talking about for your regular job. Oh, no. Yeah, no, I'm going to do stand-up. I'm going to uh, go bananas in Cincinnati. Oh, sweet. Yeah, for the funniest person in Cincinnati competition. Awesome. I'm not from Cincinnati, so that's going to be interesting. <laughs> that, sh- that should be an easy win for you. I can't imagine anybody from Cincinnati being funny. Right, <laughs> right. I keep hearing Ohio's for lovers, not funny people. <laughs> oh, fuck Ohio. I'm sorry. I didn't know that. I agree. I absolutely agree. You ever been I mean, there? It's horrible. And they killed Dimebag, so. Absolutely. Bastards. So I just I just seen you put the bottle down and I completely forgot. Uh, so you're drinking the uh, Elijah Craig small batch. The barrel I'm proof. The, yes. So Elijah Craig small batch barrel proof. And uh, Keegan and myself, we have the uh, Woodford Reserve Double Oak. That's so. still a good, that's a good solid bourbon. Yep. Yeah. I've got <laughs> a bottle. Just... Go ahead. I'm sorry. I, I got a bottle of the Elijah Craig small batch in the cabinet. But Have you, have you had the barrel proof? I don't think so. Ooh, I'll have to send you a sample. I've got, uh, I've been able to collect three different batches. I got the, the two last batches from last year. And then I just got this one today for some odd reason. The distributors here in East Texas are screwing around, and we just got this one, and this one was released in January, and we just got it. Wow. So, uh, I'll put together some samples and uh, hook you up in return for the cigars. Uh, much appreciated, sir. I love it. I love it. Just podcasters coming together, yep. enabling each other. It's amazing. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. how how long has uh, the bearded idiots been going on now? We are just over a year. Um, I want to say we did our first podcast last late February or early March last year, and we had no idea what we were doing. I'm sure you've gone back and listened to episode one. It was just, it was just horrible to say the least. Uh, <laughs> And then we had episode two was a little bit better. And then we got some new uh, audio equipment that I'm currently not using. 
uh, and uh, episode three was off, or uh, three or four was off, and then we tried to do something about, I I guess Curtis was listening to a uh, true crime podcast, and he was like, hey, let's look up serial killers, and Curtis spent like two fucking weeks uh, researching some chick from like the Victorian era, uh, and had notes upon notes upon notes upon notes. And I come in and I Google searched 25 worst, uh, 25 <laughs> weird, <laughs> weird, uh, objects used in murders. He's like, you fucking dick. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, whatever. Kiss method, yeah, man. Uh, Keep it simple. Uh-huh. Yep. So, yeah, no, that's, uh, I don't know. I, I, I like listening to true crime stuff as well but i i leave uh i leave all the research and shit to to everybody else there's there's enough there's enough podcasts out there to see my girlfriend likes to fall asleep to that shit yeah i don't really listen to true crime but she does and she'll fall asleep to it and it's just like stories of people getting like brutally murdered and she falls asleep really quickly i don't so I'm just like laying there, like I didn't choose to listen to this, and now I'm listening to this, this like story of a lady getting cut up. This is great. Yeah, they put her it's body. Usually, in. Yes, it, it's, like, it's oh. usually because it's uh, narrated by someone with a voice like this, right? And it's always the same tone. And no, the, the only the only true crime that I listen to regularly is uh, Last Podcast on the Left, and those guys they. You know, definitely it's, it's, you have to have gallows humor because they're making oh, yeah. fun. Of, they're making fun of all these motherfuckers. She's listening to those ones too, but like, it's like, she has these, there are literally, there's a subculture of people who literally just read stories that their, their audience sends into them. Right. And it's, it's like, he's talking about where, where it's just monotone voice the whole time. Good hello, everybody, and welcome to the read today. And this is, and this story comes from ba bam. And then they just start on this story. And it usually like 15, 20 minute stories. You're like, what is this about? And then please, please don't listen to that while you're driving. <laughs> yeah, right? You just, yeah, <laughs> crack out on the fucking wheel, dude. It'd be, uh, anyway. She listens to that stuff, and I just, it's just it's been driving me crazy, and I've been wanting to talk about it. So, there we go. Hey, perfect opportunity. <laughs> yeah. so. Let her, let it loose, man. Let it loose. So, uh, you you weren't, if I remember correctly, like you weren't into podcasts or anything before you got started, were you? No, I wasn't. Um, I guess I'll give a little history on our current situation with the podcast. Uh, I just. I'd started doing my, my whiskey reviews on YouTube, not even two to three weeks prior to all this kicking off. So I, I just started that. That was in its infancy. I had like two subscribers and, um, uh, I call up Aaron and Curtis. I'm like, you know what? Hey, I got a good idea. I was like, let's record ourselves killing a fifth of whiskey just between the three of us and then just record the shenanigans and I was going to upload it to YouTube and they had some reservations about it because I mean Curtis he likes to say the word fuck a lot and you know Aaron he's racist <laughs> I hope he listens <laughs> that's a that's a running joke always oh, Aaron's not racist I just call him that he's our uh our resident bigot 
So, My boss does the same thing to me all the time. <laughs> it's the worst. I don't know. I, it's sometimes, sometimes it seems on the fence listening. Yeah. It's like, all right, is, is he trying to hide something here or no? <laughs> he's, he's scurrying around something. Yeah. Some, uh, something about that guy. No, but uh, that night they came over and we ended up, we had the, uh, did you listen to the anniversary episode where we finished that bottle of uh, Blade and Bow? Yeah. Yeah, that was, that was the anniversary episode and that's what we drank that first night. I went and uh, picked up a bottle and we sat in my, my dining room, uh, which is like a small little, holy shit, a squirrel just headed off the side of my <laughs> swear to God, this motherfucker just jumped straight head first, 10 feet to the ground, landed and then just ran up the tree. <laughs> my dog's over here like, what the hell? I missed something. <laughs> yeah, talking about you, a missed opportunity there. Uh, that was a literal squirrel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just squirreled literally. Uh, now, uh, so they come over that night, and uh, we recorded segments of that first night, but we ended up finishing that fifth of whiskey in like forty-five minutes between oh. the three of us. Huh. Oh, well, it's if you if you count it out, man, it's only like twenty-five point whatever ounces. So you get a little over eight ounces a person, eight ounces of ninety-proof yeah. whiskey in forty-five minutes. It's not like a whole lot. But it's enough but to fuck you up for sure. Yeah, it's a, you. You feel good after quantity. It, but, uh, the quantity isn't isn't much. Yeah. But the alcohol content. I mean, that's 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 still impressive. I mean, it's, whole, it's yeah. It's it's enough to make you feel really good and and impair your driving. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that too. But I mean, I'm I'm thinking like you know you you could chug a bottle. And and take down eight ounces real quick, but you're not going to be sober afterwards, you know. <sighs> and that's, I mean, you sure you spread that out over forty five minutes, it's not going to affect you as fast. But I mean, yeah, you're you're definitely not going to be sober. So <laughs> we had a uh, so uh, to everybody listening, I'm doing I'm having to do this outside because I don't smoke in my house. Uh, so I've just. Uh, I've got two fresh bugs in my glass of whiskey. So I was going to say something, but I didn't know if you were going to. <laughs> Update. <laughs> no, see, uh, I, th I thought the squirrel jumped into your living room. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me. Uh, <laughs> or, or out of the beard. I mean. Yeah. So I, I, I guess... I, I guess that's probably uh probably a good like if if anybody watched uh Family Guy and the episode with yeah. with Peter growing the beard I'd I'd say it's comparable only it's you know it's no, their no, home no, now. no no bird's nest yet Yeah it's their home now yeah. <laughs> Now uh but that uh that first night um uh, we finished that bottle and then we just started getting into other stuff and I at that point I had just really started doing my whiskey collecting so i had a bunch of different stuff that i just got and we started going into stuff left and right next thing i know it's probably about three hours later and we're all i'm i'm hammered i'm <laughs> slightly stumbling good thing we were at my house and um <laughs> we told the story on the podcast but i'll tell it for everybody here somebody backed up in the road in front of my house 
and I'm drunk. I don't care. Oh, whatever. I'm just like, hey, don't be backing up in front of my house. And they yelled out something that was inaudible. or I couldn't tell what they were saying. So I'm like, what'd you say? And then they yelled out something again. So I'm just like, fuck it. It's go time. And uh, I <laughs> I stumbled to the road, and it was this 100-pound freaking <laughs> cracked-out little meth head chick. <laughs> And uh, I was like, you need to get the hell out of here. And she jumps out of the car. And she's got like a, a filed down shank or something in, my, in her hand. I'm like, I'm about to kill this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that was a fun night. Yeah. No, that's, uh, you know, I've, I've heard all the stories. Uh, I definitely enjoy them. I, I definitely don't mind you telling them again, that, uh, you know, to cross-reference a little bit. So, yeah. Um. Yeah, that's uh I mean obviously one of one of the favorites that, that has to be mentioned is uh uh every once in a while uh the guys will go on a tangent on um Kelly's dating habits. <laughs> and uh there there was one episode what what is twenty four? Twenty six. Twenty six. But it's uh catfish story? Yeah, it's uh Kelly's Tinder Escapades. Is, is the title of the episode. So if anybody wants to check out the bearded idiots, start there. Okay. That's, you either uh, <laughs> go ahead. I'm sorry. I, I was going to say, you know, you start there, get a feel for the guys. Cause that, that episode right there will give you everything you need to know, whether you want to listen or not. Oh God. And the way he's shaking his head, he's like, it'll be the first or the last one, right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah, but, it's uh, a good, yeah, it's a, it's a good high watermark, whether or not you want to stay there or, like nope but i mean the the stories are one thing uh definitely entertaining but i i have to say that the the whiskey reviews are are top notch um that's i i definitely learned a lot that's i I mean i was on i was on the show uh once and i didn't have i didn't have what you guys were drinking but actually that episode they were drinking uh the what eh taylor single barrel barrel proof the one that you had asked me about yeah the barrel proof yeah. Um, yeah, that was a uh, that was a, a top notch bourbon right there. I and wish that, I could find another. And that was in the middle of the entire bourbon race run. Like they 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 went over was it twenty six weeks something like that that they went through. Yeah, the Buffalo Trace line. That's crazy. Oh yeah, awesome. it was it was a war of attrition for sure. <laughs> Which I mean, I could definitely understand you guys being burnt out on bourbon for a little while after after that run, but um, yeah, I mean, I I've definitely learned a lot, and it's it's entertaining, especially the the blind reviews, because uh, you know you get to see you get to see who who knows their shit and who doesn't, you know. Yeah, um, and I kind of I feel like I have a slight advantage over Curtis. And Aaron, uh, I feel, I feel like I feel like you do too. Yeah, I mean, I, the catalog of whiskeys that I've been able to drink and taste uh, far exceeds theirs. So, I, and I'm the one who really kind of got them into the the whiskey, uh, the whiskey tasting and experiencing it instead of just taking shots for effect. And I, I feel like I've done them some good because. Like they're not drinking all that beer. I mean, they were big into beer at one time, but that's just a lot to drink for 
a certain effect. <laughs> That's why I started drinking whiskey, man. It was like, dude, I couldn't go out and have like 12 beers or I can just get two glasses, three glasses of whiskey, get a nice little buzz going. I never get out of hand. If you like, can control yourself. Yeah, no, I and I have a real big problem with self-control, so. Well, that's, that's one of the things. Like, I mean, there's there's definitely been nights where it's like, oh, I'll drink whiskey instead of beer. It'll it'll save me money, and I'll control myself a little bit more. And then six doubles later. I have a problem of drinking Jack and Cokes like I drink PBR. Uh, see, that's, like, I'm just doing. Well, that's, I'm sorry, uh, but. To, to that point, uh, drinking a Jack and Coke is about like drinking a PBR just because of the volume. Yep. The alcohol has been dropped so low. What I would suggest to you, and this is what I do, and it, it, it helps me maintain the amount of alcohol that I drink whenever I go out. Yeah. Is whenever you order a whiskey, even if you order a double, order it straight. No ice, no nothing, because you're going to sip it. You're going to feel the burn. You're going to feel the whole, the whole power. Uh, <laughs> you're you're going to feel it all in your mouth. Uh, but it's going gonna, it's gonna to allow you, it's going to hit you in the back of the head, and it's going to remind you, oh, shit, I'm drinking whiskey straight. Maybe I just need to. Right. Well, yeah. yeah, that's like a lot of the time I'm drinking is really just before shows or like at oh. mics and stuff. So it's like I'm not trying to get like really drunk. So then always yeah. just like having a couple becomes an issue because there's some times where they mix that shit heavy. And then I'm like on stage and I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> just, 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 hey, honestly, just try it at your next show, man. If you're going to have a couple drinks, have like maybe uh, two singles or maybe one double and just sip on that. And it's. It's going to help calm your nerves. You're going to get the full effect of the alcohol. And I guarantee you're going to feel a lot better and more composed when you go on stage. Oh, yeah. I, you know what helped me? this last? I, I just did a, a theater show over the weekend, and it was like I had like 200 people in front of me. It was like the most – it was one of the biggest crowds I've ever done. And like I tried Kratom. You guys ever tried Kratom? I've, heard, heard, I've of, heard of it, but heard I haven't of Kratom? tried it. Like, uh-uh. It's, well, technically, it's illegal in Indiana, but it's legal in Illinois, so we're close <laughs> enough to the border that I'm able to get my hands on some. And, like, it's if you take a little bit of it, it's like a stimulant, right? Uh, you, you can actually kind of get up from it, but if you take a bunch of it, it's an opioid, and it, it'll, it'll, like, fucking, you'll nosedive if you take too much. Hmm. So, like, me and, me and my co-host, we started doing, we started taking... <laughs> yeah we started taking them uh before our, our shows and we had like the best conversations because we were just like our recall memory was like on point everything was going great so i took that i took a couple capsules before i went on stage over the weekend and like i said that was probably my best set that i've ever had yeah. it was awesome man i was like holy shit see th- this is where it starts i got in that flow state like real quick <laughs> this, this, this is where it starts oh man i took this and i had the best show ever you're saying so that maybe if I, I'm taking the limitless pills. Yeah, so so maybe no. So maybe oh. if I take more of it, or maybe if I branch out to this. Oh It's yeah. a gateway drug. That's right. I mean, that's yeah. they're all gateway drugs, <laughs> yeah, exactly. man. <laughs> oxygen is a gateway drug. Yeah, right. I read this thing on Reddit that was basically saying that like oxygen is what's killing us. Oxidation of your cells is what causes death. It's a long thing, but I was like, oh man, now I'm terrified. It's like, well, then you should. <laughs> Go jump in water and inhale that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm a fish. <laughs> That's the... Oh, 
I don't know. I, I hate. Uh, I don't know. I'm not even going to get into that. So, so you're you're from Texas. Oh, let's continue with the funny. <laughs> you're 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 from Texas. Who told you that? <laughs> Who told you that? Um, let me see. Uh, you're born and raised Texas, right? Yeah. Until yeah. I was 18, that I joined the military. Marines. Yeah. So. You got a, a Texas joke, or was there a segue? Oh no, into something? <laughs> no, no. I was just, <laughs> you know, get, getting away from the. Oh, you know the su- the subject at hand. <laughs> oh, you know, steers and queers come from Texas. It's <laughs> <laughs> funny I don't see any steers in your yard, boy. Yeah, I don't see any horns on your head, boy. Uh, <laughs> I mean, go listen to episode twenty six of the Bearded Idiots. <laughs> That's all I got to say about that. <laughs> uh, very, very uh, true. So, uh, on the uh, let me ask you a question on the Herfcast. Obviously, it's centered around cigars what all kinds of uh topics do you do you guys like to explore like the build of the cigar do you any do any kind of like teaching or anything like that or only when i'm on the podcast does he do teaching (laughs) no actually no not not even uh i mean it's it's pretty rare uh like i i was just on uh cigar heads uh they're they're also in texas um i was on the cigar heads podcast and you know, obviously, you know, talked about my show a little bit. They they do a review. Um, there's another show that, like, how how me and Cigarheads met uh, was through uh, a group on Facebook for uh, the Hot Ticket podcast, and they're a cigar review podcast. And look, there's there's enough cigar review podcasts out there that I I don't need to be doing reviews. I I don't feel I'm experienced enough, knowledgeable enough to give like a uh, a, a quality review. Uh, yeah. I, I, I do it every once in a while. Um, like on, on, on paper for, uh, cigar geeks. Like I'll, you know, I'll, I'll do that every once in a while. Like if I, if I join one of the geek critiques, um, that's about the only time I review anything. Uh, aside from that, um, yeah, if anybody has questions and whatnot, then then we'll talk about it. But uh, I mean, it's it's pretty much just uh, not necessarily centered around cigars or anything, but uh, just whatever the fuck comes to mind. So I was gonna say a lot of times when I come on, I just take over for like the hour, and Brian just kind of sits there and goes, "Oh, really? That's what you think?" <laughs> <laughs> I had some asshole trying to call me, and it muted you guys. So sorry. Ah, no worries. Um, so your, your, I guess your format is generally pretty much the same as ours, but you just guys sit around and smoke cigars and you just, you drink a little whiskey, but uh, sometimes, sometimes it's beer. Um, I mean, really, really just depends, but, um, yeah, that's, that's what's made, made listening to you guys more enjoyable is learning about this you know the 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 whiskey and you know all right well what should i look for in the store you know yeah um but man if i if i had to give someone um and it's different for whatever style of whiskey you like if you like bourbon and you're or I mean, Wild Turkey 101 is my go-to daily drinker, 
it's fairly inexpensive. I can buy a half gallon for 40 bucks and it tastes good every time I buy it. And it's 101 proof. So you get yeah. a little bit of, I mean, I can, I hate to say it, but I can't drink 80 proof whiskey anymore because it's literally, it's almost, I, it's, I can, I consider it to be like drinking beer. I can drink so much of it and not get the same effect. And it's just like, man, it tastes like I'm drinking water. So, so, so basically like the, the Miller light versus an IPA. Yeah. Or a, a nice heavy stout or something like that. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. So. so what's been your favorite uh, whiskey? Oh, that's a tough question. Uh, well, or if you had to have like a top five, like that you've tried, uh, maybe on the podcast that you've tried, like, let's say, uh, well, I, everything I've tried more on the YouTube channel, uh, and I have the podcast and they haven't had the opportunity to drink everything I've had on my channel versus what we've had on the podcast. Uh, but I'd say bourbons, um, probably my top two bourbons right now is uh, probably the Elijah Craig Barrel Proof because more or less it's it's readily available. It's it's high alcohol, so you can throw an ice cube in it, water it down a little bit, and be completely content. Um, one of the best tasting ones I've had, one of the best tasting bourbons I've had recently is the uh, Michter's uh, 10-year single barrel, and it's only like 90 proof. But it was the flavors on it was perfect, and it, as far as bourbons go, it was probably a perfect bourbon, as Mick close to a perfect, yeah. Michters, yeah. M I C H T E R apostrophe S. Well, that, that was was that uh oh no I that was on the YouTube channel, not the not yeah. the podcast, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's I think that's been my highest rated bourbon I've had on the YouTube channel. I'm going to give that one a try. I just literally put it well, in my notes. I'm like, all right, go check this out. If you can't find it, uh, holler at Brian. I've got a little, I'll be willing to, uh, to let loose a sample. Hell yeah. So, Thank you. Um, but those two, Elijah Craig, uh, barrel proof, Michter's tenure, probably two of the best bourbons I've ever had. And the Elijah Craig Barrel Proofs, I can't say enough about them. Just they're they're steadily consistent with each batch. Each batch is just awesome. Uh, scotch, I would have to say um, probably the best scotch I've ever had is uh, Lagavulin 12-year-old. It was uh, it was barreled it was bottled at barrel strength, so it was like 57, 58 percent. Um, and it was a limited release in 2017 only. And it's just, in my opinion, it's, it's wonderful. Okay. But it's one of those types of scotches. You have to like that <laughs> certain type. Otherwise you're going to be like, what the fuck did you just give me? <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's kind of like, I mean, with my experience, I don't have, uh, too much experience, obviously definitely not as much as you, but like a bottle of Freud that I, that I picked up. It's like, you know, yeah. if, it, if, if you're not a fan of, of the heavy peat, you're not going to like Lafroy. No, no, no. 
And that's and that's what I tell with everybody. I just finished up uh, a series on peated Isla scotches, and uh, I tell them all the time, like I think they're great, and I will rate them very high. But just because I gave them a high rating doesn't mean you're going to like it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Well, that's just like everything else. I mean, taste is obviously subjective. Mm-hmm. Dude, this Woodford has like a uh, a caramel scent to it that is yeah. like it throw it like as right as you get ready to drink it, you're just like, ooh, caramel. <laughs> so to that point, Keegan, uh, caramel that's that's a a signature flavor, like nosing flavor and uh, taste that you get from a lot of. Uh, I guess I want to say heavily oaked bourbons, any kind of bourbon, any kind of whiskey that sits in a barrel for a long time, you're going to get that. Yeah. That's just a, a, a natural flavor you get uh, from charred oak. Well, oh, it makes sense because, I mean, it's the double oaked. Yeah, I was going to so. say, yeah, it's yeah. like, it's, uh, I, I, I had to like sniff the glass just to make sure that was what it was. I was like, is he <laughs> hiding caramel in here? <laughs> like, yeah. I could smell it so hard. So that, uh, you know, you mentioned the nosing and whatnot. So, uh, what is the basic rundown to giving a whiskey review? Uh, man, see, that's that's another tough question. It's there's I've learned several different schools of thought on tasting whiskeys and how to taste them, and you have some people who tell you not to nose it at all at the beginning because they say the alcohol will will dull your senses right off the bat uh if it's a high alcohol whiskey it'll it'll completely just blow out your palate just because you smelled it well that's then, uh, sorry to interrupt but that's something sorry. i've heard with uh with wine like when when you're when you're smelling wine you know you know you know you take a nice sniff before you take a drink i i've heard that you're supposed to sniff it three times like three full smells i guess and that kind of gets away so you you get away from that alcohol and that makes the flavors come through so i mean i i I could see how that makes sense um i I think just for for the general for the for the regular person who's just wanting to try to experience whiskey on a different level other than drinking for effect i think the biggest part would be just to slow down and then pick it apart if you want to nose it first, don't get – find you a uh, – the perfect thing is to find you one of those tulip-shaped – did you just fart? Oh, you're laying oh, real no. hard to the right. I, I was, getting, like, my, I was like, getting my feet unstuck from underneath my chair. I think the best thing to do is to find you a tulip-shaped glass, and there's plenty different uh, – versions out there there's like a a miniature wine capita that you can get you can actually use a a narrow wine glass uh glen karen makes their own specific uh glen karen makes their own specific tasting and nosing glasses so i think finding a glass that will funnel the flavors and the aroma to your nose is key to doing that but at the same time, I, again, I, I'd like to say I think you should just slow down and just pick it apart. And there's there's really no wrong way to do it. If you wanna if you wanna smell it first and get the nose first, if you wanna taste it first, um, I think just experiencing it and uh, 
taking your time with it. I think that's the biggest thing. So, so I mean, some something like this, but only miniature. I, I'm assuming. Um, yeah, exactly. So that's like a eight ounce glass. So something about half the size. Uh, I think I think this is this is I I want to say twelve. Yeah, it's a pretty big glass. I, I imagine the I imagine that the tasting glasses that I got from Dark Lord Day would be sufficient. Um, but that's that's what I was just looking for. But I've got them in the house, not the garage. So yeah, I failed. I think most uh, good uh, whiskey nosing glasses run you about four ounces. So yeah. it's about it's a, yeah, it's about a four ounce glass, and you really only want to put about an ounce to an ounce and a half max in it whenever you're doing a tasting. And uh, if you're doing multiple tastings, um, there's a guy by the name of Jim Murray who writes the Whiskey Bible. Really cool dude. A little pompous for my taste. <laughs> just just a touch. Uh, if you're going to do multiple tastings, and they do this at uh, like a wine tasting, they'll have you spit the, the liquid out. Yeah. I, I suggest if you're going to do a multiple tastings and you're wanting to try to get the full effect of each whiskey without it dulling your senses, you might want to spit it out. So. Yeah, but like... It's, What's the point? It's, yeah, it's whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, man. I, I, I'm there with you. So, we so did. basically, basically, the bottom line here is, uh, if you, if you really want to, you know, do like a tasting, you want to you want to do like you know maybe taste two whiskeys at a time, and <laughs> and then you know maybe another day go and taste another couple. Well, okay. So, for instance, I got to meet the the man Jim Murray. Uh, back in, back at the beginning of February this year, uh, we had the Texas bourbon shootout. It was an event that was put on by the local East Texas bourbon society to crown the, uh, the best bourbon in Texas. So Jim Murray came out to, uh, sorry guys, I'm sorry. Uh, he came out to judge the event and he ran us through his, his way of tasting whiskey. And uh, we tasted 12 different, 12 different whiskeys that night. No, it was 11, 11, 11 different whiskeys. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, if you were to, <laughs> if you were to ingest just a little bit of each of those and we had to do, we had to do several over half of them multiple times. But like if, if, if smelling it, could you know compromise the palate how is doing 11 to 12 whiskeys in a day like any any different than doing that you know i I get what you're saying um and that's i think smelling it it that's just someone's opinion yeah i think if you uh like if you took one of this uh elijah craig barrel proof and this one is 135.2 proof jesus christ yeah it's it's all there um, if you were to take it and put it in a nosing glass and drive your nose all the way into it and then inhale deeply, it would probably singe the inside of your nostrils. The alcohol yeah. is so potent. No, that's, I, I, I could feel what you're talking about. Yeah, you get a like contact just, high just from thinking that. About it. <laughs> but, so, so do you use uh, like lime juice or anything like that as a palate cleanser? <laughs> um. 
on the on my reviews, I only do one at a time, so I don't really have to worry about cleansing my palate. At the event that we had, we basically used the next whiskey as a palate cleanser. <laughs> <laughs> so what we would do, and we had these we had these large spittoons in front of us, and it was literally just like a little metal pail, a little metal bucket. Um, we had these, uh, and it was a spittoon. We used it as a spittoon. We would take the whiskey, we would take a small sip, and we would swish our palate. We would swish it inside our mouth and then spit it out. So that was our palate cleanser. Hey. All right. Yeah. It so. seems effective. Effective. <laughs> yeah. And efficient. Yeah. You can't be anything. Be efficient. That's what my dad always told me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was a uh, – old Jim was a character. And uh, – a lot of people got irritated because it took so long to get through the, all these whiskeys, but Hey, the guy's got his ah, fucking bugs. The guy's got his method. So uh, that, and if I, if I remember correctly, those who stuck around long enough got to reap the benefits. Oh yeah. Did I, Oh, did I talk about that? I, yeah. It was on, on one of the episodes. I, I can't remember which one, um, yeah. but well, I, it was, you were talking about the event, but yeah, you, you, you mentioned that, uh, since it took so long, everything was poured ahead of time. Oh, yeah. And after people gave up, you there was know, a walk, lot of walk around and just grab grab glasses. There was, there was a lot of untouched glasses of whiskeys <laughs> uh, left on the table. So, like, the winner of it all, which was uh, by a company called uh, Garrison Brothers, they had a, uh, a release called Balmorea, which <laughs> is re- – it, it is a good bourbon. I'm not going to lie. It's a good bourbon. Do I think it's as good as Elijah Craig Barrel Proof? No. Uh, they sell that bottle, a 750 milliliter bottle, for like $160. Jesus. And it's like a two-year-old whiskey. Really? Yeah. So it's they not think, even aged. No. I mean, it's it's aged. It, so you got to take Texas – Texas is a very harsh climate in some areas. So when you're aging whiskey, the climate has more to do with the flavor than pretty much everything else. So you have, I mean, in one day here in Texas, you can go through all four different seasons. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can, you can literally wake up and it's 30 degrees in the morning and it's 75, 80 by the end of the day. I feel so, you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the amount of activity you're getting in that barrel is tremendous. So if you use a smaller barrel, that's going to compound all the effects as well. So you could use a quarter size barrel and let it sit for two years, and it'll be just as dark as a barrel that has sat for 12 years in Kentucky. Yeah, see, I, I, I've heard about like the micro-aging a little bit because uh, Three Floyds Brewery just opened up their distillery, and I was, I was talking to somebody about that. And like, well, gee, aren't they going to have to wait, you know, six, 10, 12 years before they have anything, you know, like, like we would see on the shelves, you Substantial, know, legit, um, yeah. and they, they mentioned, you know, the, the micro, the micro barrels, uh, to, to give it that aging sense faster. Um, but yeah, that's, that's interesting. That's, I, that, that's one, that's one road that I haven't gone down yet really is, is craft whiskeys. Um, <laughs> 
I, I don't know. I, I have a, I have a hard time buying like the, like the one-offs and, and, and the, and the craft stuff in, in a bottle. Whereas I'm the complete opposite with a fucking cigar. Um, yeah. Oh, Hey, we, we've got this limited release coming out <laughs> and there's only going to be this many. And, uh, well, it's I'm only, smoke that, it's so. only going to be available <laughs> at, at this store. Well, fuck, take my money. I'll, yeah, I'll, right. I'll, I'll apologize to the wife later. You know, <laughs> man, I, I think there's even with cigars, I think, and this is just what I've, I've seen. I've had a few uh, boutique, I guess you would call it, yeah. boutique cigars that were, in my opinion, really good. And I, I'm a novice when it comes to cigars. I really, I, I really enjoy smoking them, and I like, I like the aspect of pairing the cigar and the whiskey. But I think, and this is just an opinion that I'm learning out of my mind. I think a boutique or a craft cigar still has more time and I don't know, I don't know the right word for it, maybe legacy or lineage or something like that. It's not like they went out and just picked some fucking leaves and rolled them up and threw them in a cigar. Yeah, and right, right. Them. yeah, yeah that, I, that like, I mean, most boutique brands are going to go through a, a well-known factory to have their cigars made. I think, I think we call that yeah. aspect love. It has love yeah, in it. Yeah. Love. <laughs> it's made it see, love. it was an L word. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, and that's, uh, I mean, I, when it comes to cigars, I, I probably prefer more boutiques than, than main, mainline brands. So, uh, that's, there, there's, but there's, there's just so fucking many boutique brands now and now some of them are kind of getting out of the boutique category because they're growing so much um and i don't know like to to me that's that's kind of fun to watch as well you know kind of watch, watch these companies grow like i mean obviously one of my favorites to watch grow is jsk because i mean they're they're local to to this area and he makes a solid product uh i've I've had a couple of out of his line that I'm not a fan of, but you know, again, tastes are subjective, but I mean, for the most part, if you hit seven out of 10 times, I mean, that's a C. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which, which he is, uh, you know, he, he's been, he's been better than that in, in my opinions anyway. So. I think we're losing six. Six what? Percent of the time, what happened? I said sixty percent of the time it works every time. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, the Sex Panther. Have you ever uh, have you ever tried your hand at uh, at like making whiskey? No, uh, oh, this is probably really interesting too. I'm doing it. I'd, I'd love to do it, but there's there's so much time. <clears throat> and I don't want to do it illegally. I don't want to just make moonshine. Yeah, yeah. I would like to do legitimate, or at least like the answer is no. I haven't. Uh, <laughs> I'm much better at drinking it. <laughs> hey, nothing wrong with that shit. Yeah, that's. Yeah. I'm, I'm not. I'm not going out trying to roll a cigar or anything. So. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. See, I have I, like that's always been my thing is like when I get obsessed with something and I'm like, I can do it too. Like everything. That's how I got into comedy was I literally just watched somebody do comedy at like a local show. And I was like, I can do that. And now it's two and a half years later. 
<laughs> so yeah, I've wanted to, uh, oh, can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. I, I thought I hit the mute button. Uh, these are brand new headphones that I got. They're for playing video games. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've actually been tinkering with the idea of doing stand up comedy, but I am a horrible writer. Okay. Um, I don't, I probably couldn't write a joke to save my life, but as far as like situational comedy, being able to react to what somebody says and make it funny, um, my overall incredibly dry sense of humor, that's funny, but I'm just, I'm not good at standing up telling jokes. See, I tell everybody to, to give it a shot. I tell everybody. Because I, I, almost every time I talk to somebody about it, they always say that same thing. Like, you know, I, I really want to or I think I could. But, you know, I, there's this or that. I'm telling you, man, just give it a shot. It's the, it's the funnest thing in the world. Like, oh, I, I'm sure it is. A lot of other comedians tell me to stop telling other people to do that. But, like, because <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I host open mics and I'm constantly, like, I'll talk to a friend that's, like, kind of funny. And I'll be like, dude, come do stand up. Like just if you're, you're going to be bad at it at first. I mean, it's like with any skill, like you, the yeah. first couple times it's going to be like, you're going to be scared or you're just not going to know what the fuck to do, or it's going to seem like you don't know what the fuck to do, but like, it's so much fun. Like you just go up there and talk and then just, yeah, usually it's like, it's just, like, I've found that the, the best stuff to do is just stuff about you. Like, cause you know, you, better than anybody else yeah so just talk about yourself when you first start and then you know go from there once you've kind of found your 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 perspective it took me a long time to figure out to just talk about myself uh i did a lot of a lot of not me material that didn't go well in the first year yeah no that's yeah. i mean i i i don't want to do it like i i want to do it but i don't uh like i i've said you to said you before you love your family yeah that's i i love my family <laughs> and i i know that if if i end up being at all remotely funny at all i'm gonna get addicted to it and i'm gonna want to hit the road and i just that, that's not in the cards and and i'm okay with that yeah so it might not even be in the cards for me so <laughs> and i'm well, fucking trying <laughs> but at least you're doing it i mean that's what that's what i tell people on a daily basis uh hell i had some guy it was totally off topic but he i was went to the gas station a week or two ago went to fill up and he's like, Hey man, it was a, uh, black guy. He's like, Hey man, I'll, I'll clean your rims for like five bucks, 10 bucks for some gas money. And, uh, or he's like, Hey man, I got a mixtape. I'll say, I was like, dude, I don't have a tape player or a CD player <laughs> at all. I was like, is your shit on the internet? And he said, no. He's like, well, I'll clean your rims for some gas money. I'm like, sure, dude, shine them up, whatever. And uh, he's telling me all about it. He's like, yeah, man, I'm trying to get my name out there. I was like, do you have anything on the internet? No, I don't. I'm like, dude, just put something out there. Yeah. Just like every day, put something new out there. Get on Spotify or, hell, do it, do it on a fucking podcasting app. Just right? put yeah. something out. There. I mean, this is the perfect platform for it. Just oh, yeah. Throw out, just start doing it. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know and, if you did. I, ne I never saw the guy again, but. <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, you know, whether it be YouTube, Spotify, uh, you know, anything. Well, let's see. And then there's like these people out there, though, that have this mentality of just like, I can't do it. 
And that, that's the, that's the one that kind of like throws me for a loop completely. Right. Like I was talking to this, uh, to this girl that I was working with at one point and she was saying, she was like, Oh yeah, I want to be a fashion designer. I'm like, what, well, why, why don't you, you know? And yeah, she's like, <laughs> yeah. And she was like, well, you know, cause then you got to do this and you got to do that. I'm like, she's like, and I can't really draw. And I'm like, well then learn. Like these are things, yeah. all the things that you're saying you can't do are, are literally things you could do. It just, you have to go and do them. Like, like, like that's, if you're, if you're saying that you can't do this and you can't do that, you're basically saying, I don't want to do this. Exactly. I, I, like, I don't want to be a fashion. Understandably, designer. there are people in situations where they can't do the things they want to do. Totally. But the yeah. vast majority of people have the ability, but just choose not to like, yeah. and they don't real like, they don't realize that they're not, cho- they're choosing not to, you know what I mean? Cause for the longest time I was telling myself, like, I want to do stand up, but I just, I have all these litany of reasons why I can't. And then one day I was like, you know what? I actually don't have those reasons. So I'm going to just go and fucking do this now. Yeah. And yeah, now I can't fucking get away from it. Exactly. <laughs> See that, that you, you are 100% proving my point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's usually a, a self-imposed reason why you won't do something like her reason. Oh, I can't draw. Well, like you said, learn how to draw. I mean, you can get on YouTube and learn how to do just about anything. Dude, YouTube University is the greatest yeah. thing. Like, yeah. I own a home, and, like, I don't know how to do I, – I found out how grossly underprepared I was to be an adult, like, when I bought a home. <laughs> exactly. Like, holy shit. Exactly. There's all this stuff. And, like, YouTube has been my dad <laughs> for, like, <laughs> the last four years. Just like, oh, yeah, you know, you replace this like this. Uh, oh, yeah. Thanks, YouTube. How old are you, Kagan? I'm 28. Oh, okay. I was going to say, like, the, the age range that, that Brian and I are in, we kind of started that generation where we had a lot of non-existent parents, so we had to learn from other means, or we oh. had to find like, a, a surrogate father figure or a surrogate mother figure and shit like that, so... I guess we're just continuing the cycle. Oh yeah, I was, yeah. I was a latchkey. I was a latchkey kid by like probably up until I was like twelve or thirteen, and then I think they made it illegal to do that. No, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I think you can't do that anymore. Like, because I would get home from school and no one would be there, and mm-hmm. it was just like, all right, you know how to make a peanut butter sandwich, uh, yeah. and you know, thirty-two is Fox. Simpsons yeah, yeah is right. On, <laughs> Simpsons is on at five. <laughs> Have a good day, kid. <laughs> I was I was there as well. I mean, I remember uh when I was a freshman in high school, uh my brother, he was a sophomore. He was an older sophomore whereas I was a young freshman. So he was he was one of the older kids in his grade, but we were only a grade apart and I was the youngest kid in my grade. And he had a truck as a sophomore. And I'm still, I I went into freshman year, 13 years old and he's, he's like almost 16 going into his sophomore year. And, uh, I remember one day, uh, this is a story. I don't even think I told it on the podcast. Uh, he had a 1970, I might've told it on the podcast. He had a 72 Chevy, uh, stepside pickup and we're hauling ass down one of these highways. And literally (laughs) the highway is, not even two miles from where I'm sitting right now. And, uh, I'm in the back of the truck. He's got, uh, three people, including himself in the front. (laughs) I'm in the back on the driver's side. Another kid's in the back. It's literally a plywood 
piece of plywood that is setting on the bed rails and that's all it is in <laughs> this this old primer gray 72 chevy step side pickup and uh the kid in the back tells me he's like hey tell your brother to take me over to so-and-so's house i'm like all right so i just i grabbed the side rail and i kind of lean over and as soon as all i got out of my mouth was hey carrie and that son of a bitch jerks the wheel to the right, and I went straight <laughs> over the side. Oh. And, uh, yeah, we were doing about 50, 55 oh miles per God. hour. Oh, my God. What? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just road rash everywhere. No broken bones. Uh, uh, he stopped, ended up picking me back up. We sat on the side of the road for a little bit. Cars stopped because they saw me literally tumbling <laughs> yeah. down the road. <laughs> they had tumbleweed. Uh, we, yeah, right. Uh, we went back to the house and nobody's at the house. Both parents are at the business working. Uh, we go back home and uh, my brother, he was, he was a bit of the boy who cried wolf growing up. He was always <laughs> fucking, talking with mom about shit. And uh, he calls her up. And he's like, mom, I just threw Kelly out of the back of the truck. He's got road rash all over. And she's like, Carrie, quit playing with me. And uh, he's like, he's like, no, I'm, I'm serious, mom. And as soon as I heard him say that, I just yelled out in the background, he's not kidding. And, uh, <laughs> so, I mean, that, I, I totally get it, man. We were, we were latchkey kids from like nine, 10 years old growing up. I mean, parents were both parents were working, parents were split up. So I completely understand that. Oh yeah, man. You know what though? I think it's like it's one of those things where you learn to be resourceful at a young age, and so then when you get older and you get put into situations where it's like you can't rely on anybody else, you figure it out. You just yeah. figure oh, yeah. it the fuck out. Yeah. Like you've never had a choice. Well, I, I guess it goes it goes one of two ways: either you figure it out or you become just an absolute piece of shit. Yeah, that's true. Too. That <laughs> so, happens quite a bit. Uh, (laughs) there's a fair amount of that but you know most you know intelligent people can just figure it out like i don't know man i there's so many times where i'm like my parents never prepared me for this at all and then and then i really think about it i'm like i mean really they just kept me fed yeah Uh, (laughs) Yeah. they didn't let you starve to death yeah Yeah. hey fucking good on them because i ate a shit ton (laughs) i had toilet paper to wipe my ass and something to eat Hell yeah. Couldn't ask for more. Yeah. No, that's, I I think you did tell that on an episode not too long ago. Uh, I think I did. Talking about the motorcycles and I I think that one came up, but uh, yeah, that's uh, me growing up. Like I, I wasn't necessarily a latchkey kid, but my mom worked midnights and my dad was out of town a lot. So it was latchkey without the latchkey, you know? And I, I remember I, w- I was so excited. I got a younger brother who's six years younger than me. And like, I'd always have to come home early because my mom would go to bed and I'd have to watch my little brother. And, you know, so I'd have to be home when the streetlights were on, you know, whatever. And uh, I remember right before I turned 18, it's was like, oh, this is going to be awesome. I'm not going to have to come home when, when, uh, when, when my mom goes to bed and all that. And yeah real quick fucking rude awakening there like no as long as you're under our house our roof you live under our rules it's like god damn it <laughs> <laughs> but then short, shortly after i turned 18 my parents moved away from me so you know oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well yeah shortly after i turned 18 i joined the marine corps and i'm just like i'm gonna just go over here and do this for a while so how long are you in i, I did five years okay. um 
yeah, I didn't I didn't have to fight. I went in in uh, late 1998, got out in uh, October of 2003. Ah, you broke up through that whole last part. I that I went. I got out late October uh, 2003, and luckily I had picked a military occupational specialty that did not. I didn't need to combat. Okay. So I worked on. Uh, I was a uh, airframer on uh, F-18s fighter jets. So while yeah. right after 9/11 happened, they started sending troops and shit. Um, I went to Japan. That was about it. And I partied my balls off over there. <laughs> Got heavily acquainted with uh, Jim Beam, uh, Jim Beam Black Label <laughs> in Japan. <laughs> uh, didn't have to kill anybody. Thank, thank whoever you pray to. Um, yeah. Shit. Um, but luckily, I didn't have to to do any of that because I mean that that kind of stuff changes you. And uh, I'm just glad Hopefully. I didn't have to. Yeah. My dad was in the Navy. He was stationed in Japan. He said it was just a crazy party over there. <laughs> Where was he stationed at? Do you remember? Oh, shit. Was it not Kyoto? Was he in Okinawa or Iwakuni? I think Iwakuni. That sounds yeah. that, that sounds familiar. Well, that's where I was at. He he said he was in Seoul for a little while, and then he was he went there. Actually, I I I have a blanket that I still keep from Seoul. It's a fucking badass wool blanket. No. Yeah, I was stationed at uh, Iwakuni for six months, uh, and that was all we did was drink and play hacky sack every fucking day. I was gonna say I think the only story I've heard really about Japan was uh, he that was the first place he ever tried brass monkey. And it said that. <laughs> He would never drink it again. <laughs> Even given a hundred thousand dollars, would not drink it again. But my only, uh, my only regret about Japan is not bringing back a bottle of habusaki. Uh, habusaki, for those who don't know, it's sake, but it's it has a habu snake in it, uh, which it's called a three-step snake. It's it's said if you don't get help within three steps after being bit, you're fucked. So they take this snake and put it in the sake and let it ferment in those juices. So that's my that's <laughs> yeah. awesome. that's that's big awesome. ass snake wound up in the bottle of a bottle of liquor. So funny, funny enough, uh, at work today, uh, me and a couple of guys were talking about like TV shows and whatnot, and uh, the league came up and we talked about the three penis wine. <laughs> if, 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 if anybody's familiar with the league. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, we we were talking about three penis wine for, for a little bit. Yeah. So. <laughs> it exists, by the way. I've definitely oh, found it on Amazon. <laughs> oh, that doesn't mean it exists. We were definitely no, we we definitely had a. Uh, oh, it's a, on Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's on Amazon. But we had a uh, we had a, uh, a fantasy football league, and we were big league fans. So we fucking were like, dude, if whoever gets last place in the league has to drink a whole bottle of three penis wine. <laughs> well, that's yeah. Oh, it's on Amazon. It's it's real. It's like I, I got a I got a toenail from Bigfoot on Amazon too. Oh, dude. <laughs> hey, Bigfoot's real. Oh, yeah. Hey, hey, 
hey, hey, yeah, let's not let's not get crazy here. Uh, well, I mean, and start denying the Bigfoot. All right, if <laughs> if, if, if we're gonna go into this territory, <laughs> no, 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 we don't, no? we don't have to. We don't. No, I, I mean, we right. can, we can. I, I'm good. Oh wait, are you actually a big Bigfoot guy? Because that's awesome. No, 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 no. no, no, no. no I, I was, I was gonna, I was gonna reference something else. He no, he's hinting at some conspiracy, and I know he wants to get my opinion on it. Oh, <laughs> now see, I, I, I never, I never know if you're joking or not. So okay, go ahead. All right, go all right. Ahead. so go I, I want to know. Are, you are you, my interest. Are you joking or not when you're holding a level to the horizon? Well, I've never actually held a level to the horizon. But that—that's—that's that's what I'm getting at. Is uh, the the, oh. the, fl- the flat Earth conspiracy? So this is my official statement on that. <laughs> official. Official statement, and I've told it to those other two idiots. I don't trust. <laughs> I don't trust a word that comes out of NASA's mouth because there's been too many. Too many people that said one thing and then too many people that said the exact opposite that work for the same organization. Um, my official opinion is I can't prove me personally. I can't prove I, that there's a curvature. I can't prove that we're rotating. I can't prove anything else. I don't have the resources. I don't have the money. Uh, what I do know and what I, I know in my heart that NASA fucking lies to us <laughs> all the time. And that's the only thing that I can prove. <laughs> so that's, that's, that's my, that's I fair. mean, so here, here, here's one exact, here's one example. So you have Buzz Aldrin, Neil Armstrong. They went to the moon back in the sixties. We're not even going to touch on that. They went to the moon back in the sixties. <laughs> quote they unquote, were on, went to the moon. <laughs> Hold on. So, so they asked them, and this is all on YouTube. You can look up videos on this shit. It's them sitting there on a panel talking, whatever, getting interviewed. And they asked them if they could see any stars, any constellations or anything standing on the moon. And they said, no, it was a deep black. We couldn't see anything. They were on, the sun was out. So all, all of the lighting that supposedly came from that mission from the, all the the photographs and the pictures came from the sun. They stated verbatim that they could not see any stars. Everything was black. Well, you have astronauts nowadays saying that, oh, yeah, we can see all the stars. We can see the planets. We can see the constellation. We can see the Magellanic clouds, even in the sunlight. So someone's lying. <laughs> someone is lying whether it was the guys back in the 60s or it's the guys nowadays i don't know <laughs> that's just my opinion somebody's lying i mean there's all like and it goes with anything though really like any any like anything that is accepted as truth that we don't we don't question further right like the, oh, the yeah. like the reason that the whole the, the 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 whole like flat earth skepticism or the skepticism on nasa and all of this like exists in the first place is 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 just because of 4chan that. well yeah but <laughs> but it's because there's like there's these there are these things that we have just accepted we have a hundred percent said like this is the truth yeah 100 nobody questions it but then it's yeah. like when somebody when finally somebody does kind of point out that there's a problem yeah nobody has an answer for why that's a problem exactly. yeah you know and, and that 
and it and it breeds and it breeds just what you're talking about. It brings the skepticism around and, around things and, that. And maybe that's maybe that's the reason. Maybe they're trying to cause a rift between the society to keep us from getting along. And, and that's that's a whole other conversation. Uh, but. but here recently, uh, say so we, we remember uh, the Red Bull Edge of Space jump with Felix yeah. Baumgartner yeah. back in 2014. Okay, well, he even stated, and he went up, you see there's a, a, a camera on the outside of his capsule, his high-altitude balloon capsule. You can see the curve, whatever, cool, sweet, whatever. He jumps, comes back to Earth. He's down on Earth, and they're interviewing him. And he's like, yeah, yeah, you can see the curve and everything and blah, 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 and this and that. And then fucking three and a half to four years later, you got the leading astrophysicist on the – y'all probably can't see me because it's dark, but I'm doing air quotes <laughs> on the planet. Uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson totally debunking – Mr. Bumgarner saying that, no, you can't see the curve at that the height. It's the Earth is too big. You can't see the curve. At, so basically, he's telling us, no matter how high you go, you can't see the curve. So, who's lying? Right. Well, and it's until we get up, until everybody can go up there and actually see what the fuck is going on. We don't know. Yeah, because it's like that's the one thing that like okay, so I'm 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 pretty much anti conspiracy theory, but the way the best way to know your you know to know what you're arguing against is to understand what you're arguing against, and like that's the thing that with conspiracy minded like theory, uh, the 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 compassion that I have for the for the sentiment is that like. There are so many things that we you can't know empirically. Like you can't yeah. just I can't tell you right now that there's a, a curve to the earth without having like a long diatribe about why I know yeah. that there's a curve for the earth. So I can understand why that breeds the questions. You know what I mean? Like like how how do we know? Like there's a lot of times where I'm like I'm like maybe there's maybe they got a point. Maybe <laughs> maybe yeah. the flat earth thing. Maybe there is more to it than I think. But then you know I mean. Like so, so to me personally, I don't give two shits what the shape of the earth is. I don't care. <laughs> it has no bearing on my life, whether it's flat or a goddamn trapezoid or a sphere or whatever. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Uh, right? 20 sided. I'm die. stuck to it. That's yeah. all I know. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> we're stuck to it. We're not going anywhere as civilians. We're not going anywhere. The most we'll ever do is be at like 30 to 40,000 40, feet in a commercial airliner. Right. All I know is we are being lied to about something, and I want to know why. Right. I mean, but and but that was the thing too is that we all, or I, I thought, and a, a, a lot of group of my friends all thought, like, you know, you'd get a president like Donald Trump in office, and there would be no secrets ever again. <laughs> like, <laughs> and like, and it's yeah, still, right. and it's still. Well, just, wasn't it a uh, Jimmy Carter? Like his his big thing when he got elected, he's like. I'm going to find out about the aliens. Oh yeah. yeah. You don't hear and, shit about and it. As soon as, he, as soon as, as soon as he got elected, it's like, I can't talk about that. <laughs> like, all right. Well, I guess, uh, we're never going to find out. Do you listen well, to Joe Rogan podcast at all? Um, I do sometimes. I'm just not, I'm not that big of a fan of Joe Rogan. 
Yeah, uh, I'm not a I'm not a huge fan of his comedy, but I, I can I think I can come out and say that. But the uh, I, I do enjoy his podcast. But he has that dude Eddie Bravo on who like talks about oh, this yeah. stuff, and uh, he was talking about um, how in the media right now and 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 to like what's being pushed at kids right now is space, like space yeah. is being so targeted at, at kids yeah. right now, and it was one of those things where I kind of like think because the film industry and and the government have worked so closely like oh, yeah. in the past to, yeah. to now that they're aiming space at kids so hard, like Disney buying out the star yeah. Wars franchise, uh-huh. yeah. like yeah. all of these things. And then like all of a sudden superhero movies can't not take place in space for some reason. Yeah. Like I thought they were the defenders of the earth and now yeah. all of well, a sudden they're defenders of the galaxy. And yeah. it's like, well, let, let, let's look, let, let's look back uh, almost 20 years ago. I want to say it was in the early two thousands. They were almost ready to completely shut down the entire space program. Yeah. Yeah. Like just completely shut it down. Like, hey, we're not gonna do it anymore. Fuck it. There ain't nothing out there for us. And then about a decade later, all this shit starts happening and about twenty thirteen, twenty fourteen, all these flat earth videos start coming popping up on YouTube and next thing you know, they're just like NASA is everywhere. I was walking through the airport just two months ago and there was a cart right in the middle of the freaking aisleway with just nothing but NASA stuff on it. Like I don't ever remember seeing that before and I've flown right. all the I, fucking time. I own a t shirt with the NASA the NASA logo on it. Yeah. Like I, yeah. where did that shit like when did that when, when did that be a marketable I, label? Well that's it's uh, even even now, like uh my, my niece wanted a NASA shirt. Mm-hmm. Uh mm-hmm. you know, go to go to Target, pick up a NASA shirt. Hell yeah. You know. To be honest, it's the most comfortable shirt I own and I wear it quite a bit. Uh, <laughs> it's because it's, that's some that's some uh, space age cotton right yeah, there. It's space yeah. age. I mean hell Tempur Pedic beds. You know, that that's <laughs> thanks to NASA. So I was all right, I was at the gym this morning and I and I'll have to find out exactly what they were advertising a TV, and I want to say it was like Samsung or Sony or some shit like that. Well, you look up, and you're looking at a TV, and they're advertising a TV, but in the TV that they're advertising, you see a giant curved sphere Earth, and at the end of this commercial, that's my dog. Can y'all hear that bitch? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So at the end of the commercial, it says... And, I, and this is almost ver- verbatim. It said, TV making history again. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, whoa, 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 whoa. We I thought humans like, made history. Not yeah, TV. like we're, we're making history on TV. Um, that doesn't sound right. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So a, a while back, uh, so, so we don't just uh, – go deep into this uh rabbit hole that is everything conspiracy and whatnot uh you, you lit something else up what'd you light up oh man i'm almost done with this one this was the uh sorry this is the uh oliva siri g or siri o and this is the siri o maduro and i really like this one and i'm about to throw something at my dog uh, she's fine hey shut up <laughs> no that's uh, i i'm getting right i'm getting ready to light another one up as well um i think i'm gonna go with uh you know talking about him earlier the jsk uh tyrannical buck um i'll i'll hold off a little bit i i'm i'm nubbing 
I'm nubbing this Perdomo. Yeah, mine went out. And uh, are, are you ready for another one? Yeah, or? I'll take All right. Yeah, well, you might so, have to. Uh, have you might have to send me one of those JSKs just so I can try it. You know, that's. I, I wish I would have thought about it uh, when I when I sent the package to you because I I got I got three I got three coming your way and like one of one of them's the Perdomo, and then two of them are just cheap uh, overruns. Uh, my my daily smokers, I guess. Okay. Um, which they're no no bands or anything, but I I wanted to see what you thought of them but um yeah that's i i mean i i've got your address it's not like i can't send you anything else so that's true just don't send me any uh cocks yeah, yeah. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh that that's that's through texting not not snail mail <laughs> Have you, so with that's the, for what that's for texting not snail mail <laughs> dick, dick pics Dick pics. I'm loving. Don't I'm send loving dick pics. Nobody. These Herfcast coasters. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, dude. Uh, my my cousin made these. He's got um, these awesome Herfcast coasters. You got coasters? Here, let me. He's gonna put one to the camera for you. That these are these are sharp as hell, dude. Oh. What is that? Wood or granite? It looks like both. It's both. It, is it really? There's, it's like yeah, That's it's like neat. it's like the granite half and then wood bottom half with the herf cast like etched into it. So yeah, my my wife ordered them from my cousin. Uh, my cousin is making all kinds of cool shit. Um, yeah, my my wife ordered them for me for Father's Day. Uh, but yeah, half wood, half uh, I don't, I don't know granite, marble, whatever, uh, with with the herf cast logo on it. Um, but. Uh, yeah, I just put it up on Instagram the other day. Uh, Lorelai Vela is the uh, that's is cool the name the the Etsy shop. But um, yeah, check out the Instagram and you can see a picture of the coasters. You know, <laughs> 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 with 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 a link to uh, Lorelai's Etsy shop. So, but. yeah, I don't, I'm not trying to get back into it by any means. But yeah, uh, last weekend Curtis and I. And Curtis, Aaron, and I all got into the to a argument about space and the moon and all kinds of stuff. So, <laughs> see, like I'm I'm kind of in the uh, in the camp of <clears throat> if I'm going to be like at all conspiracy minded, I'm in the camp of that the reality we live in is a parallel reality to the one that we started in. So the hadron collider was turned on in like 2012 or whatever and it ended our existence and then because it ended our existence so abruptly we had to transfer over to a parallel universe in order to finish out our existence <clears throat> so that's why in star wars it's not luke i am your father it is just i am your father and it's not mirror mirror on the wall it's magic mirror on the wall these are yeah. these things no, what like is, everybody thought the, nelson mandela was dead in the 80s but or yeah, in the 90s, and he turns out what, to die what, in 2015. what is that called it's the mandela, mandela effect, effect. Mandela effect yeah. yeah yeah i yeah. i dude i'm balls deep in that, that yeah, that's yeah, wait. i i seen something like with the, with the ford logo uh not too long ago well it's my theory with flat earth Right, is that yeah. the the parallel universe we came from? Bernstein Bears, Bernstein Bears. Right, the parallel universe we came from had a round Earth. The one we live, we are in currently, doesn't. And now they're trying to figure out how to cover that up. It's all the fucking Truman Show. Yeah, right. So I totally believe that. <laughs> all right, you guys, you guys keep this going. I'm gonna go grab uh, another cigar. Word.
but yeah, no, that's where I fall. That's where I fall on that. Cause I was, I was just like, uh, you know, I mean, I'm a uh, hardcore skeptic. Um, oh, you and me both. On just about everything, man. I, I, yeah. I, I, I apply reason and ra- and rationality to everything, sometimes to a fault. Yeah, I, I completely understand that. And, and I didn't become a skeptic overnight, and I wasn't always a skeptic. And I kind of went with the status quo, and I believe things and whatnot. And my last roommate, before he, he moved out and moved away, um, he walked in one day and this was my introduction to flat earth. Can you see me? All right. Yeah. 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 Okay. This was my introduction to flat earth. I swear to God, I'm sitting on the couch watching TV and this is oh, what year was, I think this was 2016, probably, probably about two years ago right now. He walks in and verbatim, this is exactly how it went. He looks at me and he's like, dude, the earth is flat. (laughs) And I had heard rumblings of this on the internet and I looked at him and I swear to God, I was like, shut the fuck up and get, get away from me. That's idiocy. That's just stupid. Just get away from me. I don't even want to talk about it. And I was completely dismissive and rude about the whole thing. And, uh, later on, I kind of, I didn't come to my senses, but I knew, hold on. I bought a lot of another cigar. Oh yeah. Uh, I, I knew, I knew the man. Well, uh, we lived, uh, we were roommates for the better part of four, four and a half years. The bug just hit me in the face. Uh, and I knew he wasn't a stupid person. Right. And I knew he wasn't just one to just jump into anything and believe whatever he's told. And I asked him, I was like, all right, dude, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I called you stupid. Sorry I was so dismissive. Lay it on me. Let's hear it. Give me your side of the story. And I was totally put off by it, and I, I didn't want to accept it. And I still don't accept all of it. Oh, yeah. I don't, oh, yeah. yeah I, don't, I don't believe everything because I, I can't test it. Yeah. I, I, can't, I can't test the theories, and I can't test – certain things about it and he he started laying stuff on me and i just started looking into it and started watching videos and you know father youtube uh, <laughs> <laughs> i started uh, started there and like i had a lot of questions about it and i still have a lot of questions about it and i was just like huh man <laughs> some of this stuff some of this, not all of it, but some of this stuff has a little merit. Like some of this stuff can make you question some things. I was going to say, and it, it's not even for me, it's not even really like merit as much as it is just like in it, it, like, like you were saying before, like it's just, there's no, there's no certainty around about just about everything. Cause like you can't take everybody up there to see it. Like you don't No, you can't. Yeah. There's no, Okay. Sorry. We're still trying to, that, <laughs> to that. Well, to that point, and we got back on the conspiracy theories. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I kind of, I kind of figured that's where it was going to be. While uh, I was gone. But I mean, it, all right, let's think about it logically. Like we can't test everything. And I asked Curtis, I'm like, uh, show me a spinning sphere that water sticks to. 
he's like, give me an object with enough mass and I'll show you. I'm like, so you can't fucking test it. So <laughs> things that we can't <laughs> test on earth technically is pseudoscience. So if it's not well, it's testable, the it's the difference in Einsteinian and Newtonian physics. So like Newtonian or Einsteinian physics deals with the ma supermassive and the super tiny and the Newtonian physics deals with physics as it's relative to earth because of like he was saying the mass or whatever. Uh, but like when you talk about physics, you're talking about rules and laws and because those rules and laws are different depending on where you are in the universe or in the galaxy, then it, it kind of questions the idea of what a law is. So you, then you start to ask a lot more questions and it gets into different fields and everybody looks at you like you're fucking crazy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I didn't come to this conclusion easy at all. Uh, nobody, nobody in their right minds wants to be a flat earther <laughs> because I, 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 mean, I don't know. I don't know. I, I've, I've seen you're making me want to be one. Yeah. No, I, and I'm not, all I'm doing, all I want to do is make people question the official story because I know there's a shit ton of fucking questions around it. And that's all I want to do is like, I want you, I want you to think, think for yourself. Don't just take what they give you. Don't just take the information like, okay, that's fact. Well, that's the same thing as reading the Bible and taking that as fact. There's right, so, no difference. So along those lines, like, I, I could definitely agree with that because that's, I, I've been guilty of it uh, e even recently of um, you know, just seeing what's out there and taking that as fact. Oh, you know, yeah. like re recently we've had the, uh, the Fair Oaks Farms uh, issue out here. I don't know if you heard about that down in Texas, but like Fair Oaks Farms is a, is a dairy farm out this way. And the group Arm infiltrated Fair Oaks Farms. I got arrested for it, though. Yeah. But, uh, mm. you know, a animal abuse and, and whatnot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I heard about that. Well, they, they made a bunch of. Yeah. Did they yeah, really? they made a bunch of propaganda about it and saying, "Oh, they were doing this and this and this," but it was the, 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 the outside people coming in and doing the shit, right? Yeah, that's definitely what it seems like. But yeah. you know, uh, a, as an example, like I, I took uh, you know a post that was, all right, yeah, uh, everyone's up in arms about this, but here's the real story. So, uh, me being me. I took that as the official real story right. from, from some, from some random dude that I've oh. never heard his name before and whatnot, which all sounded good. And then like, after I posted it, you know, somebody commented, is like, yeah, but why are you trusting this guy? It's right. like, mm -hmm. Oh wait, like you've got a very valid point. Like, <laughs> it, it, you know, uh, the, the, this guy, my buddy, Steve at work, you know, posted and he's like, yeah. So why do you trust anything that like Terry Peck or whatever the fuck this guy's name is? Like, why are you trusting what he says? It's like, well, uh, good question. <laughs> yeah. There, there, right. dude, there's a, there's a, there's an old saying and I don't know where it came from, but it, it, it's, it goes, uh, don't trust anything you hear and only half of what you see. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, it's completely subjective to what, to whatever you're listening to. And if, if you're totally drinking the Kool-Aid and you're listening to everything the government spouts and NASA is owned by the government, I mean, you're going to believe everything they tell you. Is the Kool-Aid whiskey flavored? 
If it is, I'm drinking it. That's yeah, right. All right. That's, I was gonna I, say. I, yeah, that's fuck. I, I'm on board. <laughs> G- give me the Kool Aid. Only if it's got a high alcohol content. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's man. There's, I, and I get upset with people whenever we get to discussing about this. I, I mean, I don't want to say I get upset with them, but it's just like you can't be subjective and really analyze what they're telling you. Mm-hmm. Like they just, they just gave us pictures or images. Well, and, then, and then too, most of those people will fight from the side of like, well, I'm just being rational. And it's like, well, are you? You're not. You're yeah, not. Exactly. <laughs> right. exactly. You're, you're not. not being rational. And it, you're not like, at all. Like, most people today are not being rational, like about no. anything. And that's anything. anything. That's anything. Yeah. And it's, you know, I, uh, Oh man. See, like, cause it, I, I feel like there is a, an amount of emotion that should be, that should be applied when thinking about something, but like that should be the afterthought after you've already like kind of, uh, assessed something through the logic and the reasoning part of it. You know what I mean? Like I can sit there all day and, and break down certain things about, like I was saying before, like physics and, 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 and weight and matter in space or whatever. But like, at the same time, though, like, at what point am I just, is it just fucking, like, verbal masturbation? I'm just talking to talk. Like, I'm just spouting shit that I was told or that I've read and understood, but not shit that I actually know. You yeah. Know? Well, that, I think that's uh, most of our school system nowadays. We're just force-fed information to, we're, we're basically designed to regurgitate information. Mm-hmm. We're not taught to think on our own. We're not taught to be individuals. Uh, we're basically programmed just to repeat stuff. Right. I, I get told all the time, like, man, you're a, you're, a, you're a pretty intelligent dude, right? And I don't say, once again, do not say these things to brag. It's just something oh. that people say. But, like, when I was in school, everybody called me a fucking dipshit. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, like, I don't know how that works. I mean, I'm glad like, you what? mentioned that because I was going to say, no, I think you're a fucking idiot. You know? <laughs> Right. Hey, you fit right. Hey, you should call into the bearded idiots sometime and uh, talk to us. <laughs> oh yeah, man. Oh, uh, we we could definitely arrange that, man. Dude, I've had That's, I've had uh, so much I've had so actually, much fucking I, brain trauma. I, I believe I am I am allotted uh to to get online with you guys what once every every six months. I, I Dude, think- all all I'm saying is all right. Right now, for those listening, I don't know if y'all. I don't know when you're going to post this and I'd like to know when you're going to post it because I'm going to tell my audience on with, with, YouTube. With, any, with any luck tomorrow. Okay. So just, just, Hey, send me a message whenever you post it. And then I'll, I'll post something on YouTube. I'm like, Hey guys, go listen to the Herfcast podcast. You can hear us talking about bullshit and whatever and nonsense. Uh, Everything but, from, from flat earth to fucking whiskey. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Flat whiskey. <laughs> uh, no, no carbonation needed. No. Fuck no. Uh, <laughs> uh, fuck, I lost my spot. Uh, but, yeah, we're, uh, we're going to be recording a couple podcasts tomorrow night. You should definitely send a Skype to Curtis or something and just jump in on a podcast for like 10, 15 minutes. Because that's I I don't have time tomorrow, ah, but we could definitely set that up for a future date. Well, if anything, I mean, 
because I've had uh, I've had relatives. Uh, I know Curtis and Aaron have had people call in, and we'll take the the phone and put it up to the mic on oh, speakerphone. Really? Okay. Oh yeah, we, you you'll get on it. So that's <laughs> one of one of my one of my episodes. That was the episode. Oh I, really? I, I was having trouble with uh, you know technical issues, whatever. Uh, I, I ended up doing an interview with, uh, Paul from flatbed cigars, that episode, if you go listen to the Paul from flatbed cigars episode, I should probably start numbering my episodes, but you know, whatever. Yeah. You should. yeah, yeah. Do something. Dude, start doing the, just start stu- Do better. doing the alphabet. Yeah. And then just Do double better. alphabet. A, yeah. A, B, B, C, C. Exactly. Episode A, <laughs> episode B. Now, uh, A1. But so I, I had technical difficulties and the entire show, I had my phone on my knee, a microphone up to my phone, and then a microphone up to me while I was leaning over like this so that I could hear. <laughs> my, my, the speakerphone isn't that loud, so I'm bent over, smoking my cigar. What a great, what a great podcast. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> We know we know how to do it here at the Herfcast. Well, I mean, we're 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 poor white folk. We just do what we can and get Damn by right. with whatever. That's right. But yeah, I mean, shit, do what you can and uh, get it done, I guess. But since well, then, since then, obviously, problems have been worked out, and now we're sitting here recording via video chat. So nice. Well, I've uh, I've lit up this Oliva. Siri V as in Victor and it's I think it's a Toro I think that's the style it's very thin and somewhat long um, not like a Churchill long but maybe like five four and a half five inches whatever and uh, just off the top man I think I like that uh that Siri O Maduro Robusto yeah. the best so far so you probably got a that, that's probably a Corona is, yeah, can is, you see is, it? Is what I'm good. No, no, but it's pretty dark. Yeah, yeah. But, I try uh, to put out some lights, but whatever. So you're you're definitely are you always on the Oliva kick, or do you uh, do you spread your no. wings every once in a while, or what? Oh no, I've spread it. I've spread my wings wide. <laughs> um, so the last <laughs> the last couple batches of cigars that i've purchased uh i got them from cigar.com um i bought the opulent humidor collection so i got like 20 sticks and a little desktop humidor it had a glass top to it and uh, it had some uh it had some ave marias it had rocky patel decades it had uh uh cohiba red dots it had uh, what else did it have in it? Um, I know some of fuck, those words. Fuck it! It had oh shit! I can't remember. Probably um, prob- probably some punch, uh, maybe a couple monies. Uh, I haven't had either one of those, and no? I know what you're talking about. No, um, I bought a um, a box press perfecto AJ Fernandez box press perfecto collection or I'm a sampler. I'm actually wearing an AJ Fernandez shirt right now. Nice. It had a uh, it had a, a few of the uh, the diesel cigars. It had another Ave Maria in there. It had a uh, um, fuck. 
can't remember HC series. Does that sound familiar? Uh, Havana Club. So yeah. was this? Uh, oh, you said Cigar dot com. Yeah. Okay, I was going to say Havana Club. I, I was going to say Cigars International, but I, I thought I thought uh, Havana Club was CI exclusive, but I guess not. Yeah, I don't know. No, you know what, man? Like people, people like uh, I guess uh, enthusiasts will will give those a a bad rep. You know the the samplers and the the cheap humidors and whatnot. And it's like you know what, like they 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 you know for especially for a beginner, like they're perfect. Yeah. Like yeah. I've I've got three glass top humidors. Yeah. <laughs> like no, they're not the best, but they no. definitely like I I have one as a quarantine humidor, so anything that I get in that's uh, suspicious will sit in there for a while. Uh, you know, either uh, before the freeze or or whatever. Uh, and then one one for uh, uh, infused cigars, which I don't partake in infused cigars very often. Uh, I don't either. Ne- next to never. Uh, but if I end, if I end up getting any, they go in there, uh, and then one for a dry box. But mo- most of my storage is done in the the winedor and the tupper door. So, but like th- those those specials, those humidor specials with the samplers, like those those are actually a really good way for somebody to get started. Um, and it's really good value. Yeah, you're you're getting decent Overall. cigars. You decent. Yeah. Decent, sometimes actually really good cigars. Yeah, uh, you're getting a humidor to start off with. Yeah, um, and you. So most of the time, you're getting uh, a box worth of cigars. You're getting twenty cigars and a humidor. Most of the time, you're probably going to get it for fifty bucks or under. But wait, yeah. there's more. Yeah, but wait, there's <laughs> more. You even get a Bovita pack. Yeah, actually, that's probably something I'm going to look into. I'm I. This is the second time I've had one of these tyrannical bucks because we had these with the uh, the last time I was here, right? I don't think so. No, I, I just so. I remember the dinosaur with the crown. Yeah, uh, last time we had. I was I say, this is a really straightforward smoke. Like I'm not, I'm not, I'm not like uh, not. It's not like. It's a lot different from what we had before. Yeah. The last cigar. I don't know how to explain it. Well, yeah, th- I mean, this is this completely is, different from the Perdomo. Yeah, yeah. This is like a lot less. It's a, it's a lot less flavor, but in like a good way. You know what I mean? Like it, it's, it's just like I said, it's straightforward smoke. I feel like I'm just like, oh yeah, yeah, it's a good cigar. All right, all right. Just throwing my, uh, my two cents. Hey, in. there we go. That's, hey, you know what? That that's one of my favorite parts about doing this. <laughs> it's, you know, getting getting the you know the the inexperienced or, you know, whatever point of view. Uh, which, you know, not saying that I'm that experienced, but I'm, I'm kind of in between. So. You're far more experienced than myself. No. <laughs> you're, I think you're at the same stage in cigars that I am whiskey. So I, I know more than the average person, but I am by no means a professional. So I can point people in the right direction. I can give them uh, – I can give them a direction to go in, but. But that's probably the best point of view to have when giving a review, right? Like if you're too wrapped up in like whiskey culture, whiskey world, like you probably that then there's probably like an implicit bias into what you're talking about because you're like, I like, I like this and this is the way, you know, this is the way I like to drink and this and that where it's like you have that down to earth like kind of perspective where at the same time you also have like a raised awareness of what you're actually doing 
when it comes yeah. to like whiskey like or not, cigars. Not not to say anything about you know BZ or Curtis, but I I think that's one of the best aspects of your guys' show, the Bearded Idiots. Is yeah. you've got you've got the guy who's definitely well more versed. Yeah. In in that world, and then you've got the two guys that you're teaching. Like I I think that that works really well. Not not saying that they they don't know what they're talking about or anything because they definitely know a hell of a lot more than I do. And well, I mean, we're all we're all heavy drinkers, so <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we are but, professional alcoholics. I mean, really like one of the main qualifications. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean that that that's one of the things that you guys talk about is you know how 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 you've definitely got more experience and how how you taught them to enjoy it. So yeah, it's it's definitely it's definitely one of my favorite parts of the show. So well, thanks. Oh, no problem, sweetheart. Oh, oh sweet. <laughs> so. But um what do you do you guys have anything uh special coming up or anything? Um no, we're we're gonna record tomorrow. Um I wanna fuck. Somebody yeah, was I think I think we all wanna fuck, but I mean, Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, that's just a, like, instead of me saying, um, yeah, um, yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> that's it's, just, I want to fuck. Uh, I want to, I want to fuck this watermelon. Uh, no, <laughs> I, hope no it's, uh, I hope it's at least warm, uh, room temperature. No, I let it sit out in the sun all day. Yeah. There you go. Oh, that's what you do. <laughs> It's nice and warm. I was going to say that uh, natural warmth. Yeah, get, you know? get that yeah. half inch you drill bit out. You put it in the yeah. microwave, yeah. it gets too hot. Yeah. <laughs> get, get, get the half inch drill bit out, you're good to go. Because you, you know that, that, that sun that's 93 million miles away, it, it warms it up <laughs> nicely. <laughs> way way oh. to bring it back. <laughs> oh. Damn. I, I'm, I'm the comedian and you did the callback. This is yeah, kind of it. Yeah. Hey. I, <laughs> I'm telling you, man. I, I'd probably go, I'd probably be good at stand-up comedy. I would just, like you said earlier, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring it back again. Uh, I would have to talk about myself and just crack on myself for like 30 minutes. Dude, I, you know, some 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 of the best comedy is that way, in my opinion. Oh yeah, anyway. no, no. I mean, honestly, and that's, I mean, kind of bring it back to that is again. Is it's like that's what you miss uh, it's what a lot of young comedians miss like i'm still technically a young comedian so it's like whatever but like a lot of the guys that i see starting off like that's what they miss is the the idea that they should just be talking about themselves cuz nobody really knows who you are starting off nobody really gives yeah. a shit what you know joe blows opinion about the president is but what we do care about is that time that you fell down in the third grade and that girl laughed at you like that's that's no, people that's, identify with that more than they identify with like whatever your bullshit opinion is, especially the, if they don't uh, know who the fuck you the are. The only the only shit that ever catches my mind that I think would make a good bit is my general thoughts. Yeah. Oh like, yeah. But that's that's another that's another pitfall though, because then you start thinking like because you start saying like okay, in my head this is funny, but then you realize that the crowd doesn't know who the fuck you are. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and they're like, how did he get there? Like, how yeah. did his brain? <laughs> go to that like they didn't you know what i mean like because there was so many there's so many bits where i'm like this would be so funny if how people the fuck understood. did he go from fucking a watermelon in the sun yeah. to flat earth <laughs> exactly i need a segue yeah yeah i i'd love to do that sometime but 
I mean, maybe in the future. Like a watermelon? Yeah, that too. What major social center do you live near? What's what uh what 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 city are you closest to? Well, I'm in uh I'm an hour west of Shreveport, Louisiana, and oh, two okay. hours east of Dallas, Texas. Okay, okay. So I mean, if anything, I could go to Dallas. If I want to do like an amateur night, open mic night, whatever, I could probably go to Dallas and find a bar or a club that would be like, all right, you got 10 fucking minutes. Texas make has, them laugh. Texas has like this, this weird comedy community where it's like they have a lot of uh, professional comedians, but they just travel between all the major cities. And like yeah. there are people who make a legit living and they just never leave Texas. It's crazy. Like, That's I, a big, big it's fucking a, state. And and then from what I hear, it's like every city is like you're in a completely different place. Like you could you can go, if you go to Dallas, go to Houston, go to Austin. There's three completely different like experiences. Dude, that's that's that right there. A completely different place has never been a truer statement in regards to Texas as a whole. Like if you're in East Texas, if you're in Longview, you're gonna find a different group of people than if you were in West Texas or if you were in Oz, Texas, or if you were even like deep South Texas mm -hmm. or on the fucking coast or in the panhandle or central Texas, like anywhere central Texas is really anywhere between San Antonio and Dallas. <laughs> um, and you know, that's like an a, area the size of hours. Indiana. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's like that's. I mean, you literally could fit Rhode Island between that area. Oh yeah. So, I mean, you've got you've got mainly five, five or six distinct regions in Texas. And if you ever if you ever talk to anybody from Texas, and they tell you, "Oh, I, where are you from, man? Uh, I'm from East Texas." They don't ever say just, I'm from Texas. They're <laughs> I'm from East Texas. I'm from the Panhandle. I'm from West Texas. I'm from South Texas. I'm from Dallas. I'm from wherever. Uh, or I'm from North Texas. But North Texas is def is. So if somebody ever tells you for, they're from North Texas, they're not from the Panhandle, which is geographically much further north than where they're from. <laughs> so it's it's fucking weird, man. And you're gonna find all you're gonna find all different kinds of fucking humor and personalities from each different region. So it's oh yeah, it's pretty funny. That's yeah. I uh, I was I'm just saying, man. They they they've probably got some crazy, some pretty like really supportive uh, uh comics and comedy scene out there, man. They. I guarantee it. If you ever want to go do a mic, definitely go do it. I actually just had a guy who started doing comedy in the in the room that I'm hosting. Like I host an open mic in once a month. This guy started doing comedy in my room, and now he's like starting to get booked at gigs and stuff. It is nice. the it is the coolest thing in the world. I'm like hell yeah, man. He's older than I am, and I'm like like I'm like I took you under my wing. <laughs> like the that's, stupidest that's, shit that's, in the world. That's that's but, the aspect that I want that, that I see myself <laughs> in is. Uh, not the, you know, more, more behind the scenes. The you know, facilitator. Like, yeah, 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 exactly. I've found that I, I'm a lot of that. I mean, even with the roast battles, like I host it and all of that, but really like I'm putting on just 12 local comedians, you know, yeah. I'm putting up other people. But that's so, I mean, you're, you're between Shreveport and Dallas. Yeah. So you're, you're saying if you, if you wanted to do any open mics or anything, you'd have to, you'd have to travel. But what about, 
in between that, like where you're at, like, can you start an open mic somewhere? Like, do you have a place where you could, you could go ahead um, and say, Hey, uh, on, on Tuesday nights, once a month, do you, do you give a shit if I take over the PA? You know, I probably could. Um, so there's a local bar here in Longview that I've frequented quite often over the last few years. And, uh, if, I think if I was to talk to the owners, they would probably be like, if I just said, Hey, can I just do an open mic night where we just come in and just tell jokes and talk shit to people and try to make people laugh. They would probably be cool with that. Well, just hey. what I'm asking is, will you book me? Yeah. No, well, that's, <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Come on down. Come on down, bro. No, hey, just, dude, I got big ass couch you can sleep on. Oh, hell yeah. Just, uh, Hey, look, boss, what, what's your slowest night of the week? <laughs> right. And like want to make it slower? Yeah, see, I was yeah. right. Tuesday, Tuesday. You want me to fuck your shit up? Yeah. You want me to send? You want me to send all your Tuesday regulars to the the, the bar down the street? Oh, they're not because they pour heavy as shit. They ain't going nowhere. <laughs> no one's going anywhere. Which means everybody's gonna laugh harder. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. The place I started doing oh, oh, the place I started doing that open mic at is uh, it just recently got its liquor license, so I'm really excited. Nice. Sci-fi? Yeah, they have so, a liquor license okay, now. Okay, so so I seen the I seen the sign the other or uh, I think your post on on Facebook, like come have good drinks and this and that. Yeah, yeah. It's like, what the fuck are they talking about? Good drinks? It's a fucking donut shop. Yeah, no, they got a uh, beer and wine. It's now. a donut no shop. Shit. It's a donut shop that's also a bar now. <laughs> nice. So, I mean, they needed it. It's fucking. That's awesome. a great marketing. Uh, that's great marketing. Oh yeah, and they and it's all like sci-fi themed, so it's all just like Star Wars and Star Trek all over the walls, Doctor Who, and like all the nerd nice. culture shit. It's fucking awesome, man! Which I love I, it. I I like the place. I I can't say that I was very impressed with the donuts, but <laughs> I mean that that's why I said like, oh, they're <laughs> the drinks are gonna make the donuts better. <laughs> Which I I, I, they- I I know I know that you're a big fan of their donuts, but it's just not my style. Oh yeah, it's a little cupcake. Yeah, well, that's, you know. Maybe they should start making tacos. <laughs> I think they do have tacos. I'm yeah. just saying. I mean, everybody loves tacos. That's yeah. true. Cho- chocolate, cake, in- chocolate cake with sprinkles in a tortilla. The very limited experience that I have on That doesn't Tinder sound and- too bad. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> the very limited experience that I have on Tinder and, and, and uh, Bumble or whatever, it, it leads me uh, to believe. <laughs> it leads me to believe that, like, Liking tacos and Game of Thrones constitutes having a personality. Yeah, is what I've found yeah. in my research. Uh, like, so, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was gonna say. So, like every girl, like I mean, you were talking about like Tinder and stuff uh, uh, earlier. Like, do you have you noticed that as well? That like yeah. every fucking girl on Tinder. I love tacos. Yeah, I love tacos. Feed me tacos and let's watch Game of Thrones. That's all, Feed every, me tacos and call me pretty. Every third girl. That's their wait, fucking hold on, that's wait. their fucking bio. Hold that's, on, wait. I, you, I don't, you have a hundred words to say who you are as a person. And and feed me tacos was three of them. I don't <laughs> I don't watch Game of Thrones. Not not that I've got anything against it. I'll watch it eventually. But like I, I seen all the memes. Like you wanna you wanna horror Oh, buyer yeah, yeah, yeah. if you want to uh, you know, uh, whatever uh, that fucking line was yeah it was like uh, I, I seen a meme it's like this is going to be every woman on tinder's line <laughs> yeah like oh, i was off by horrible. that point so 
Mike. Yeah, you're you're going to be disheartened by the time you get to season season seven and season season eight. Mm-hmm. So. so it's just like real life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. the The first part <laughs> is really cool, and then the last part it sucks. <laughs> so Shit, I'm going to go get another cigar. You 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 are smoking fucking fast, dude. I don't, it, man. It's I guess I just bought small cigars. They're just going through them real quick. Still, man. Like I, I don't know. I I'm a quick smoker, uh, as it is. And, and I mean, granted, granted, the 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 Perdomo was was a little bit bigger than I'm I'm used to. Uh, but even the tyrannical buck, I've I've got one of the uh, what five and a half by forty six, I think, is is a size. But um. Uh, I'm I'm only like a quarter away through that, and and you're done with your third cigar. I don't know what like I I still got about an inch and a half left on this one, and I only smoke them down to about an inch. I don't like a lot of hot smoke in my throat, so uh, I don't know what I'm doing, man. Maybe I'm just having a good time and enjoying. Oh no, these. like, like <laughs> yeah. Plus, I keep hooking it up to this vacuum, so yeah. I should probably yeah. stop doing that. Probably. <laughs> no, like I'm, I'm not. I'm not. Vacuum I'm not, of space. I'm not. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> Since we're going down conspiracy theories, speaking yeah. of Jesus Christ and conspiracy. <laughs> so uh, I, I was just saying, like, I'm not knocking you at all for the uh, quick smoking because, like I said, I'm a quick smoker myself. And yes, definitely when having a good time, well, the, they they definitely uh, burn a little bit quicker. So I I've got a fan blowing at me. Maybe it's causing it to burn down quicker because it's hot out here, and I'm trying to keep the fucking bugs off me. <laughs> I've, I've definitely I've definitely tried using uh, cigars as a mosquito repellent in the past. Yeah, it 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 doesn't work as well as I thought it, it would. It does not <laughs> does not work. <laughs> so. <laughs> All right, so uh, I, I mentioned earlier uh, asking if you guys had anything exciting coming up in the future, and I guess what I'm more more of what I'm asking is, so you guys did that big long Buffalo Trace run, which if if everybody doesn't know uh, Buffalo Trace, like probably half the fucking whiskeys that you know about are under the Buffalo Trace line. Massive, massive. Uh, you know, from from Blanton's to to Pappy uh eh taylor uh you know all, all kinds of shit so are are you guys planning on doing any more series like that or no uh not at the moment and it probably won't happen anytime soon unless i collect me personally because i know and i only say this because i know aaron and curtis are not going to go out and collect families of whiskey um so I doubt very seriously that we're going to do that anytime soon. Um, I think it would, it would hinge. I think it would hinge off of whatever I do if we're ever going to do that. So right now it's probably just going to be free for all, whatever comes up. If somebody brings over beers, if somebody has something new, I think it's just going to be whatever, whatever somebody brings. So, so with, with that being said, like what about, doing like a family of beers because uh, you, you, you guys you guys are starting to branch out and whatnot uh which i mean honestly like i'm i'm not the biggest fan of the idea but I, I i like it a little bit you know like i 
you know, obviously I look at you guys for, for whiskey reviews and whatnot. And, yeah. uh, like I, I did look, what, what was the, what was the Jew beer that you guys did? <laughs> Whoa. Fuck it. No, 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 no. Don't it's, get me off on I the just, Jews. I just got my 23 no. and me back, sir. And what you just said is highly problematic. So your 23 and me told you about your religion. I'm Jewish. <laughs> no, yeah, but no, no, no. So, so, so to explain that a little bit, like <laughs> if, if you go back and you listen to the episode, they, I, I can't remember the name of the beer, but it's a beer funky jubilation funky jubilation okay brewed by jews <laughs> and just obviously jews with a good sense of, sense of humor that's fucking awesome like, that is hilarious. trust me i'm not i'm not an anti-semite <laughs> at all i just the, i'm fucking with you you know kind of doing a callback I mean, to their episode no, yeah <laughs> but, I, but anyway uh yeah the funky jubilation episode was was fucking hilarious um sounds like it but <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, like, have you guys thought about doing something like that with beer? Like, you know, with a brewery, uh, going, going through, you know, like five or six beers from a specific brewery. No one has brought up that idea, but I don't see it. I, I mean, that's, that's, that, well, that's definitely, you have? Just now. You bring up? Oh, well, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> like, you weren't at the production meeting, though, dude. Jeez. Yeah. Where were you Monday morning? <laughs> oh, sorry, I was working uh, like. <laughs> no, um, I, I mean that's a that's highly likely. If somebody, uh, if somebody in our group can gather together a family of beers from whatever distill uh, brewery, not distillery. Well, no, I mean uh, if if, the, if that's something you guys are interested dude, in, send them some Three Floyds. I, I was just gonna say, I mean the 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 immediate go getter is gonna be Three Floyds. So, hey, send, me, send us a sample. I'll, I, I mean, that's if that's Is something that, you, if that's something you guys want to do, then I'll put what? together a six pack of Three Floyd's beers. Is that a, is that something local up there with you guys? Yeah, it's it's local, but they have like I I don't know if you've ever heard of Dark Lord Day, but I'm Dark not. Lord, Dark Lord Day is like one of the biggest. Amon Marth played last year or the two years what? ago at, at Dark Lord Day. A what? what? What's them on them on? Oh, uh, yeah. They're an amazing Viking metal band. They are oh. Swedish, oh, okay. Swedish death metal. Yeah, dude. And basically, it's my whole playlist before I go play hockey. What? <laughs> it's just a Monomarth. What? Yeah, dude. They're, it, the, it's a big fucking deal. Like, they only sell this beer one time, one, one day a year. Yeah, one like, day a year. They sell hundreds of tickets. Like, some of the no, tickets are going on. on hun- hundreds is, like, you're, you're talking tens of thousands. There's tens of thousands of people there. Yes. No shit. Yes. I, I haven't been. I have yes. not been. Like we're we're talking probably close to thirty thousand people. Jesus. For for a beer festival in Munster, Indiana. Dude, but, that's fucking awesome. And so, Amon Marth was there. Yeah, played. Uh, that's wild. Who would they have last year? They had they've they've they brought in like a national band or a national touring act, like for the last three three years. Amon Marth was like the first one that I saw, and I was like, holy shit, this is legit. Like I, I've seen how I've seen him on a Marth a couple times at like the House of Blues, let alone like to see him just in Munster. But that that's I, I don't know if I was talking to you about it or or who I was talking to about it, but is uh like that's that's the one day a year we were talking about liquor laws. And yeah. uh that's that's the one day a year I we might have talked about it on the Delvin show, but where Munster just turns a blind eye to 
<laughs> everything. Like, you know, there, there, there's no open containers like while walking down the street in Indiana. Fucking but. whip your dick out. We don't care. <laughs> no, Dude, and, and that's, that's I saw basically a video. It. I saw a video that would lead me to believe that that is not far from the truth. Uh, fun, uh, Dude, dude. Funny enough, look up, look up, Beezy Three Floyds. Like, tell tell Aaron that his name is definitely not the only one. Because oh wow! That, there's a Beezy that is synonymous with 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 Three Floyds. Uh, like she got completely she? fucked up. Yeah. She. She. Oh, was oh, that the video oh. this year? Yeah, like from that. No, from from last year. Was that Andy? Oh, I don't know. Her, her. Andy posted a video of like two people who were just like they were in bondage oh, yeah, yeah, gear, yeah. yeah, and they were like hammered out of their minds. Yeah, the, uh, when 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 uh, this podcast is garbage was around. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. So so look up BZ Three Floyds and BZ Three Floyds. BZ right. Three Floyds, and you'll you'll see I, you'll see a little glimpse of of the world of Dark Lord Day. Dude, send hey send that to me in our uh, message on Instagram. Cause I'll forget it. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably forget that we talked about it. You know. I've got uh, <laughs> attention span. God gave a squirrel. <laughs> that's all right. I got the memory of a goldfish, so that's good. But that's that's super fucking awesome. A monomarth was in Indiana. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Indiana. United I think, States. I think it's awesome that you two are gushing over this, and I have no fucking Dude, clue who this I is. Had, I had a, a signed Amanamarth t-shirt in the room. From- Dude, Ke- hey, Keegan, pull up your phone and just pull up a video of Amanamarth and just let him listen to it. See say. if we can just see if we can get it on the just a little glimpse. I mean, they're 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 not brutal death metal. But they are melodic Swedish Viking death metal. So I, I guess getting back to the original point is it's a it's a worldwide known brewery. Obviously. So it 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 would definitely be a good place to start if you guys wanted to do like a family of beers. Oh, dude, we'd totally do it. Totally, one hundred percent. Just send it to my house, man. All right. That's you all. will de- you will get one hundred percent credit for it. I w- I'll 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 throw the local staples in, like the the, the general staples that it, that is three floyds, like Gumball Head, Alpha King, and Zombie Dust. We'll see. Oh yeah, I, I, those I, sound awesome. Uh, I I would think that two beers two beers a piece of each brand would would suffice for the sampling. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'll I'll definitely work something out with that. Like there, there, there's been a beer that I did recently on the the YouTube channel. Uh, ah, fuck, I can't remember the the brand, but it was like Duck Lord and fucking. Ah, I hate to even bring it up because I can't even remember everything about it. So I'm just gonna shut up. Did you Did you just say Duck Lord? Yes, Duck Lord. All right, that's that's got to be a play on Dark Lord. Ah. <laughs> I just dropped my cigar. Can you can you grab one of those uh, Dark Lord bottles for me, please? Yeah, the 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 Duck Lord has definitely got to be a play on the Dark Lord, but it might be. I was gonna say that's probably why they had him on a Marth playing it though, because I look at the label for Dark Lord and it's a it's like a Viking berserker on the front. Oh, that's that's been the label since they started, as yeah. far as I know. Here, I'll I'll come up here and put the bottle in the camera. 
Hey, I'm going inside to pee real quick, so. <laughs> Kelly, look! <laughs> oh, that looks awesome. I mean, that looks like a badass tattoo. <laughs> right? All of I think it's like all of their labels look like tattoo artists did them. Uh, yeah, pretty much. But yeah, it's uh, a, a lot of the same scheme for the art, except for like a uh, gumball head. Yeah, gumball head. But that's like, honestly, I normally if there's like a, a brewery, whatever like their most popular beer is, is generally not their best. Yeah. But like gumball head to me personally is their best beer. I like, got to I gotta be in a mood for it. Like I, I've had gumball head where it was like, this is fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. And I've had gumball, but gumball head where it was like, I until this doesn't taste good at all right now. Until somebody pointed out to me that like the finish of Gumball Head is very like grapefruity, yeah. I didn't notice it nor appreciate it. And then once I did, I was like, "Oh shit! Okay, yeah, this is yeah. fucking great. Like, I really like this." I, which, Robert, is, which is Robert funny because Bruce is like, which is funny because like uh, oh Robert the Bruce would be another good one to send him. Uh, like Gumball Head, it's 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 a wheat beer. It's not an IPA. That so for a wheat beer to have that grapefruit taste is is kind of off kilter. Yeah. You know? And then like the uh, what's it um, like I said the Robert the Bruce that was the one where when we were, when I was younger it was like well four of these will fuck me up so <laughs> I, I'm gonna take four I'm yeah. gonna grab a six pack yeah That's- dude my my stepmom is a descendant of the actual Robert the Bruce what really yeah yeah. Well, he's got a beer named after him in Northwest Indiana. He should, you guys should check out. <laughs> I think he's dead. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure the guy's dead. Well, that explains so here, beer. What? My dog's choking on something. She's just like puking and shit. You should I'm probably grab check a, into that. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> Sounds like a whole bunch of not my problem. Well, yeah. Here, here comes. Here comes Arm il- infiltrating the uh, the Herf gas now. <laughs> yeah, these guys. I'm gonna grab it. This is gonna be the next one. I got a Diesel Rage. Huh? Somebody's in my house. It's you. No, somebody else is talking. Sounds like a TV. I think it's, I don't know what it is. Fuck it. They heard us talk about flat earth. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking flat earthers are invading. <laughs> They're coming for you, dude. They're like, he knows too much. The suspense. I, 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 I didn't know this has turned into a drama podcast. Yeah. This is, this has become <laughs> oh, one of the true crime things we were talking about. So I, I guess my next cigar is going to be a Diesel Rage. This All is right. one of the uh, AJ Fernandez uh, box press perfectos that I picked up uh, a while back, a couple a uh, couple months ago. Yeah, definitely. Let me know how it is because I I definitely have not had one of those. So well, I think I, this is a uh, I've got. Two more of these. I might, if I can, I'll, I'll send you one. I mean, I don't, I don't know how well it'll keep in the mail. You might need to stick it in your humidor or your. Well, I mean, whatever. It, 
for a little while. If that's something you want to do, I mean, just send it back in the bag with the uh, with the uh, Bovita that I sent you. I mean, that's, that'll work. It'll it'll keep just fine, but uh, definitely definitely not necessary. But I mean, like I said, I I haven't had one, so um, I'm trying to think. Uh, if I remember correctly, you're what four hours from Austin? Uh, about that. I mean, uh, four to five hours, depending on how fast you drive, how many times you stop. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. that's all, all I know of Texas is uh, basically the cigar vault in Buda, Texas. So, where's that at? Uh, south of Austin. Okay, well, I'll wait, I'll wait till Keegan gets back. There's you asked me the about things that are coming up, and I might have an opportunity to do something somewhat big here pretty soon. So, uh, now is that uh, something related to bearded idiots, or just something that you're doing on your own? It's something related to my YouTube channel. Uh, if you get on, if you get on YouTube right now, like the biggest whiskey review channel on youtube is uh the austin whiskey vault or the whiskey tribe there's two guys one of their their names are rex and daniel and they started their own distillery down there just just a piece south of austin and uh they had their grand opening a year ago well almost a year it'll be a year in october and they're gonna have another they're gonna have their anniversary in october and uh i got to meet one of the head guys from the uh uh texas whiskey fuck i can't remember what it's called uh is is this the place that you were talking about before that you were just completely taken aback by by one of the whiskeys that they had and you were like, oh, this is definitely something that's going to come up later? No. Um, I've never been there. Uh, I don't remember. I've had too much to drink. <laughs> no. No. You're, wait, wait, you're drinking 135 proof whiskeys. What do you mean yeah. you had too much to drink? Uh no, the, the Whiskey Vault, they've got probably the fastest growing whiskey review channel on YouTube. And uh, they just started a distillery this year. And they had their they had their grand opening last October. And they're going to have a uh, an anniversary party this coming October. And, uh, oh, yeah, it's the uh, the Texas Whiskey Trail. So if you go to Kentucky, you can get on the Kentucky Whiskey Trail, the Kentucky Bourbon Trail, whatever. Uh, now they have one in Texas because we've got like 15 or 15 to 18 different distilleries that are involved in it. Well, the guy who's heading all that up, his name's Spencer Whalen. I met him uh, a couple weeks ago when I went to Dallas and I visited the Tawakaro Distillery. I don't know if you watched that video. It was like a 25, 26 minute video. And I went to their distillery and I got to talk to those. It's a, a couple of brothers who started distilling whiskey there in Grapevine. And uh, I met Spencer that day. And he's like, hey, I'm going to talk to Rex and Daniel who have the whiskey tribe. And 
crowded barrel whatever distillery down in austin see if i can get you an invite down there and you can come down and hang out and bullshit with everybody and i was like fuck yeah that'd be cool as shit so as far as big things going on that might be the biggest in my life right now so the opportunity to go down there and meet people and possibly get recognized for things that I'm doing. That might be the biggest thing. So that's fucking awesome, dude. All right. So Keegan's got to take off soon. Uh, you wanted to wait till he got back to say something or was that a, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that might've been it. I think that was it. Uh, it seems like, cause I, I asked if anything big was coming up and you yeah, said you wait for him. To I, I think that was it. Yeah. I think, uh, just me being, uh, invited. If you get on, if you get on YouTube and you just type in whiskey reviews, the, uh, the Austin whiskey vault and the whiskey tribe, they'll probably be some of the, the top, uh, recommended videos to watch. And it's, it's two guys. One's really short, bald head, kind of scruffy looking beard. The other one's tall, a lot of hair, another beard. So, uh, it's a running thing uh, with all these, uh, these whiskey guys, huh? Yeah. We're all bearded. <laughs> well, like I said, uh, Keegan's got to take off. Uh, so I, I think we've been, we've been going for a while. So I think this is probably a good spot to cut it. It's been a minute. Uh, yeah, yeah, a minute or two. So it's been a good time, man. Nice to meet you. All right, so uh, we'll start off with Keegan. Yeah. Uh, what do you got going it. on? Uh, so this is going to come out tomorrow. Hopefully, hopefully, probably before next week. Uh, if not tomorrow, then next week on Friday. Okay. Well, or you know, uh, if not tomorrow, <laughs> then Monday. <laughs> okay. Fuck it. I'll, I'll, uh, Next I, got, Wednesday, I got no schedule. Next Wednesday, I'm in Cincinnati at Go Bananas Comedy Club, part of the uh, Funniest Person in Cincinnati. So that would be June uh, 19th. June 19th. If you were in the Cincinnati area, come out and see me and cheer for me so that I can be considered the funniest person in Cincinnati. And then go home. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Leave me alone. Yeah. And then uh, July 26th, I am going to be at Indiana Beach. Uh, doing the bar in Indiana they Beach. Still open? Oh, oh fuck yeah, they are. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Can I can I interject just for yeah, a second? Yeah, yeah. Go right ahead. Is Indiana not a landlocked state? I mean, we do have a lake that's pretty big. Yeah, a lake. It's north. <laughs> it's north of us. Indiana but, uh, Beach. Indiana, I, and Indiana Beach is not on that lake, by the way. That's like the Arizona <laughs> Ocean, <Yeah>. right? <laughs> it really what is. The fuck? So uh, it's it's yeah, it's all around Lake Monticello. Uh, but there's like a little amusement park right next to it and they call it, uh, well, they call it an amusement park and it is Indiana beach <laughs> and it's fucking awesome. Uh, they got a campground too. Yeah. Oh dude. It's People so walk cool. around yeah. it and they're very amused. I've, I've jumped off they're the bridge very, a couple of times. Very, very amused. I mean, especially because of the quality of Indiana people that you get. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's fucking prime people it's watching. Indiana, and you get a sure. high vantage point because there's a Ferris wheel. <laughs> hey, 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 hey! Real quick, I'm sorry to cut you guys off. Oh no! So <clears throat> there is a a massive grain distilling operation in Indiana. It's called MGP. All of the well, not all, 
but probably 65 to 75% of all these brand new whiskey distilleries that are popping up, all these brand new bottles, if you look on the back, if it, dis if it says where it's distilled from and it says distilled in Indiana, it comes out of MGP. So, yes, MGP out of Indiana, United States, is distilling a shit ton of fucking whiskey that is coming out onto the market. Like, uh, have you ever heard of Bullet? B-U-L-L-E-I-T? Yeah, bullet Rye, Bullet Bourbon. Yeah. Bullet is made by MGP. Yeah. It is a MGP whiskey made in Indiana. Yeah, there's more than just corn here in Indiana. Yeah. <laughs> and and what is corn gets turned into. <laughs> yeah. Gets turned into everything. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's July 26th. I'll be at Indiana Beach uh, if anybody wants to come and ride roller coasters with me and a few comedians and then get drunk. Uh, definitely let me know. Uh, oh, shit, man. I've got August. We're going to start doing a monthly show at, at Sci-Fi Donuts, so keep up with me. Uh, KeeganDamron.com for all information about me uh, and all my social media links. Uh, thanks, Brian for once again having me on great to meet you dude uh hey hey keegan i'm glad i got to meet you man it was good talking to you what i was gonna say on? i was gonna i was trying to think i know that there's something else that i'm fucking forgetting but until next time <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> until until next time everyone just keep up with me on insta or on instagram uh please sounds like a plan <laughs> Hey, Keegan, 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 yeah. where you go? Uh, look up, uh, my Instagram handle is at son of Thor three, son of Thor three. Yeah. Look me up, man. Let's, let's follow each other. Keep in contact. I, I'd love to stay in contact with you. Oh, hell yeah, man. All right, Kelly, what kind of plugs you got? Well, I mean, I got rid of all my butt, butt plugs, so <laughs> Well, I mean, you got to start somewhere. Uh, I mean, if you, you want to start the collection want... all over, <laughs> sucks, man. I just, I know I don't want to collect them anymore. They hurt too bad. Uh, uh, my only plug, well, obviously check out the Bearded Idiots podcast. Uh, we, we do this shit every week. We, we drink whiskey. We talk shit to each other. You're going to get, Sometimes funny, sometimes intellectual, sometimes just straight fucking idiocy. Fuckery. And yeah, it's just, just drunken fuckery. It's, that's the best description you can get. Exactly. Uh, if you want if you want honest, solid whiskey reviews and somebody to follow, check me out. My name's Kelly Sparks, K-E-L-L-Y-S-P-A-R-K-S. Uh, look me up on YouTube. Just type in Kelly Sparks Whiskey Reviews, and you'll find me. Uh, if you forget that, just type in proper number 12 whiskey, and you'll <laughs> fucking find me. Uh, but, I, I mean, I enjoy doing this. I enjoy bringing people to whiskey or even helping people with cigars, even though I'm just new to it. Uh, I've had a lot of people comment on my cigar videos, and I think that's the whole reason why Brad had me on tonight is because I've been doing the cigars lately, and uh, he saw that and asked me on. So I was gonna say I, I plan on looking up those your are my only reviews. plug. Uh, uh, also, I also have uh, if you like coffee and you enjoy supporting 
veterans. Um, if you go to my whiskey channel and you watch my videos, go to the, the description, uh, you'll find a link to something called Tattered. Tattered Beans is a veteran-owned and veteran-sold coffee company where veterans, first responders, active duty military can sign up to this website. And uh, all it does is to create a profile for them. You can go to that profile and you can order coffee from them. And every single coffee they make is fucking good. It, like, I, I can't say that about anything else because <laughs> I've had Folgers. I've had all the other shit, the fucking community coffee, Maxwell House. Everything that Tattered Beans makes is good. So if you and like I, coffee. I, I, can, I can second that. Like I, I can second. Yeah. Well, up, thank you, Brian. I, I can second that up until the foxhole because I, I didn't drink any of the decaf. Foxhole is a decaf, but I did. My mom was in town when I got the samples. My mom drank the decaf. She liked it, but I can't personally say anything about it. But the the drill instructor, fourth quarter strong, uh, weekend pass, morning run. Just like just taste wise, even the taste. I mean. Sorry, you broke uh, up there. Was that? Oh, I'm sorry, you guys. Keep going. Instructor, fourth quarter pass. They're all good coffee, man. If you like good coffee and you like supporting veterans, check it out. You don't have to order from me. Just check out Tattered Beans and order something from somebody. You'll be helping. You'll help. You'll be helping out a uh, a poor veteran more than likely. <laughs> That's right. That's uh, and any veterans, first responders, EMS, police, fire, um, active duty. Uh, if you know, if if that's something that you need, sign up. It's just as easy as that. Sign up. You get a link. Anybody buys coffee under your link, you get four bucks a bag. That's so, awesome. Yeah, that is really it's, cool. Uh, it, it if you want more information, I talked to Jason uh, Jake Jean uh, from Tattered Beans uh, a couple cool, episodes dude. ago. Yeah, definitely super cool, and uh, he's 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 definitely had a, a cool lifestyle. Let me check out that episode. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds cool. As yeah, hell. <laughs> I mean just just to speak on Jake, man. I, uh, I've had so I guess my reach as far as what I do on reviews. I don't know. I don't know how far of a reach you have on the the Herfcast yet, but uh, like I got about, subscribers about, about a about a half a block. <laughs> so <laughs> so I, i've got subscribers uh over in the uk i've got some in england i've got some in great britain and both of those guys have ordered coffee from me and so both of those guys one in uh england and one in uh ireland have had issues with what they've ordered and immediately jake was like dude let's fix it let's take care of it I want to take care of these people. And like, he's just super adamant about taking care of people. If it's, if there's something wrong with your order, he's just, he, he's all about helping people out and providing a good product. So I can't, I can't say enough about the guy. Yeah. Neither can I. So, but, all right. So KeeganDamron.com. KeeganDamron.com. Check out his dates. If you're in Cincinnati, uh, this June upcoming 19th, week, yep. June 19th, uh, check them out. Uh, Kelly Sparks, check out his YouTube channel, uh, Whiskey Reviews, and 
definitely check out the Bearded Idiots podcast where you've got whiskey reviews, uh, sometimes beer, and all kinds of general fuckery. Fuckery. <laughs> that's right. That's um, that's what it is. I mean, hell, you had it in your intro for, for a while. but um, And then myself, theherfcast.com. Email me, brian at theherfcast.com. Uh, check me out, Instagram, all that shit, Facebook. Oh. Um, I just remember what I was forgetting. <laughs> what are you forgetting? <laughs> uh, listen to uh, Real Punk Radio every That's Tuesday. Right. Moron bros. 10 a.m. Eastern time and 6 o'clock Eastern. No, 7 o'clock. Fuck. 7 o'clock Eastern time. I'm horrible <laughs> with the time zone thing because it's internet. So, like, we just have to have one time zone and just base it all on that. Yeah. You know, so it's like, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, 10 a.m. Eastern, that is our podcast. And then six o'clock Eastern PM uh, is our radio show where we play music and talk shit. And now, didn't you say the other day that uh, you guys you're available to check out past episodes or not? Yes, actually, yes. Uh, over See, the last week, I'm good for something, dude. Yeah, over the last week, we got our entire backlog of episodes uh, finally put up on our blog spot. So that is moreonbros.realpunkradio.com. Uh, you can go and listen to all the past episodes since we came back uh in december we've been doing this podcast for like 11 years but we've only been Jesus. doing it yeah but we've only been doing it for three to five months at a time <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like we go for three to five months and then we stop for like a year and then we go we start again and then we stop but like we've been trying to stay more frequent with it and we've been i think we've missed four four weeks yeah. since december so i mean we're doing all right. We're keeping up. Awesome. So definitely check us out. Uh, Real Punk Radio or RealPunkRadio.com. Hey. You can find all our information. Yeah. Of course, he's yeah, got something uh, to say. Kagan, that, uh, the, the, rotate, the rotation of that earth, it'll, it'll fuck up your time zone. Dude, it time. fucks it up <laughs> so bad. God damn it. <laughs> There's a bunch of fucking farmers. I gotta, I gotta, no, no. I, yeah, you are 100% correct. But anyway, so uh, Facebook, Instagram. Goddamn uh, farmers in their time zones and shit. <laughs> Facebook, Instagram, uh, YouTube, all that shit. Uh, the website, theherfcast.com. Uh, thanks for supporting us. Uh, support everybody that, that, that's on the show. Um, uh, my, my website, you could find my Patreon page. The Bearded Idiots website, you could find their Patreon page. And Keegan, no Patreon. I, I nope, nope. Uh, you know, still toiling away. No, no. You got you got to support. Ke uh, you got to support Keegan in person. Just send me which money. Is, which is, which Just is, send me yeah. money through the mail. PO, PO Box four two seven, Griffith, Indiana. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, all right. Thanks everybody for listening. I hope you enjoyed the episode, and uh, that's it. Good night. Bye. All right. I'm not gonna stop recording yet because I'm lazy. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> all right, all right, man. Um, yeah, let me know uh, if everything arrives safely, and um, we'll definitely talk soon. Yeah, Kelly, definitely. I want to check out you guys t trying the uh, the, um, the proper twelve. Well, no, well, I'm definitely gonna check that video out. But no, the uh, uh, the uh, God damn it, the three Floyds. If you guys do like an episode on three Floyds, definitely. Let me what? know because I want to. I want to. I want to. Oh, I just want to hear you guys' response to it. I have no interest in trying any of it, but just, well, but just I mean, listening to what you guys we have just, to say about it. We just it. go ahead and say that, uh, you know, that, that episode will be sponsored by the Herfcast and Keegan.com. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. We'll say it. 
that 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 uh, uh, brewery is like sacrilege in our in this area. So like the fact that I only really have like one or two beers from there that I like gets me like shunned often in conversations no, at bars. Like, that, that, like that, 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 why? That, why? That's all, that's because, why? Literally, because literally people are that fucking gung ho about it. They're like, oh, Three Floods is the best fucking brewery on the planet. I don't know which, what you're talking about. Which which it has been changing because <laughs> my microbrews have been popping up everywhere like i've got i've got three great breweries within walking distance and they're not three floyds like three floyds is like 10 miles but uh yeah dude like if you if you want to if you guys want to do a uh a family of beers type thing i've i could definitely start hooking that up oh we'll we'll definitely do it man i mean if you send it down here we'll do it i guarantee it you send it we'll drink it yeah. You send it. <laughs> if if you drink it, they will listen. <laughs> hey, hey, have you seen those uh, Canadian uh, uh, videos on YouTube? It's it's the dude on like the fucking snowmobile, and he's got the awesome fucking mullet, and he's just like, just you just gotta fucking send it, bro. Just, just send, send it, it. <laughs> and just fucking wraps the shit out of everything. Just fucking send it. Come, call me the fucking mail, cause all I do is send it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, apparently I need to check these out. Yeah, it's hilarious. He's like all 1983 fucking mullet, and he's just like, you just got to send it, bro. Dude, I can't remember for the life of me, like when we were talking the other day, I was like, I, I know there were a couple of times like, oh, man, this would be great for the episode. Let's talk about it later. And Well, I'm, you were drunk. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, And, and it was what, like 10 o'clock in the morning or some shit? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> No, we'll no, figure no. it out, man. We'll figure no, it out. It was, yeah. I, I think it was close to noon, and I was hammered because I, oh, I, yeah. I got off at seven. Oh yeah, and right. it's like, oh man, I got to go to bed. It's like, oh well, I'm. I mean, I could go to bed. Have, yeah, or, exactly. <laughs> well, let me call Kelly, and we'll just yeah. fuck, fuck shit up, whatever. Yep, exactly. Let's but. fuck shit up Friday. Let's do it. <laughs> All right, man. It's it's been awesome, and uh, yeah, I'll definitely keep you posted on when everything. At this point, I highly doubt it'll be out tomorrow, but I, I could definitely get it out by Monday. So, uh, no, no big deal, man. Just let me know, and I'll I'll post a, a special video on my YouTube. Just a quick little, hey guys, check out the Herbcast. Brian just uploaded the video, man. If you listen to podcasts, go check out Herbcast podcast. Myself and Keegan Damron, who's got the baddest name ever. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> we. <laughs> No, I mean, we, we all, I, I definitely want to play around with video, but it's still going to be audio at this point. But I, I I think that this episode here is going to be one of those like defining, like, all right, this, cause this is everything that I want to test with video has happened tonight. So yeah, I, I definitely want to see how this turns out video wise, but that this episode itself will It'll just be audio. Uh, I might, if I could figure out how to fucking play around with the video, I might upload some clips. But, yeah. Uh, probably not because, I mean, in all reality, I ain't got the time for that shit. So. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of fucking work, man. It, it yeah. takes a lot of time to edit and cut and edit and cut and fucking. I, I completely understand. So I barely get through the upload part. Yeah. <laughs> 
So I hit the upload button and then I go to the gym and Dude, I let that motherfucker upload while I'm working out. I got uh, an email from a, a promoter the other day that was uh, so angry because they this, this lady had been hounding me for a month. She's like, "Hey, I need a video from you." And I was, I, I told her, I'm like, I'm, I already got like denied at your entrance, like show. There was like a show that you had to like win to get on this festival. I didn't win. So I was just like, fuck it. I'm not going to send my video. And this lady was really upset. So then I had to admit to her that I was like, yeah, I don't have a good video. Like I don't have one. Like I, like it was it, as a comedian, that is something you're supposed to have. And I didn't. So I was just like, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't have, I don't have one. And she's like, well, just send me anything. And I was like, fuck. So I sent her like a, a video off my phone because I realized that editing, it was just not going to yeah, happen. Yeah. I was like, fuck, man. <laughs> Another thing that I will well, not get. Yeah. <laughs> fuck it. I mean, yeah. who cares, dude? Right. Sam, Kin- Sam Kinison didn't have fucking video of him right. yelling at everybody on, on stage. I mean. That's uh, my thing, man. I'm just just along for the ride at this point. Like I'm just seeing where it takes me. I got years before this shit actually does anything for me. Well, I mean, it, I guess it really doesn't matter because at any given fucking time we could die. Exactly. Fuck. We have, we have no fucking shelf life. We really don't. And you're doing what you want to do. And I think that's fucking awesome. Oh, you're doing stand-up comedy, dude. You're trying to make people laugh. You're 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 entertaining. You're you're having fun with it. And I think that's fucking awesome. And it kind of gives me inspiration to get out there and do the same. And like, just keep doing what you're doing, dude. Oh, yeah, man, I, it's 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 not so, like I said. It's it's cool that it's something that's very low stakes that I'm not good at, that I have to get good at, like that I have to work at, like, because yeah, you know, the, the being funny thing is a part of it, but also, you know, there's just the repetition. There's the, you know, I have to book shows and and then the management of my time. There's so much in my life that is affected by it in a positive way that I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah, man. Like it can't all be bad. Yeah. I mean, it, I mean, you look at so many big time comics that, that made it big into the limelight that fucking sucked that some of them still suck. Oh yeah. They they still suck. And (laughs) I, I truly believe that the comics that, that really make it and stick around are the ones that stay genuine and that the, the audience can relate to. Yeah. I mean, if you can, if you can keep doing that, dude, I, I think you'll, you'll do well. I mean, you might not make a million dollars, but you'll have fun doing it. Fuck yeah. I had a million dollars. <laughs> I had a million dollars. He's goading me into singing. That's how he does it. <laughs> I mean, if I had a million dollars, I'd spend it all on whiskey. I mean, whatever. <laughs> oh yeah. Right. Well, I mean, shit, hookers and blow. Dude. I mean, come on. I, I, I I'd have a million dollars spent before you handed it to me, dude. I, yeah. <laughs> like it's like, oh, bear, bear horse and cocaine. Yes. That's right. You ever see Bruce? I'm just going to create my own version of Valhalla. Yeah. <laughs> just, so. just build a giant long house in the middle of nowhere. And then all my friends will just LARP all day. And then at the end of the day, <laughs> we'll all just get drunk. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, if I had a million dollars, no one would know me. 
<laughs> yeah. No, that that's the thing. If I if I if I if I hit the lottery, nobody would know that I hit the fucking lottery. They, no. they would just they would just no. wonder where the fuck I went. Like, I got that written like on you, the wall. I, Hey, you remember that guy, Brian Stessel? Whatever happened to him? <laughs> oh, I don't know, man. I heard he was in, like, fucking Sweden swinging, swinging axes into people's faces. <laughs> hey. Shit. I yeah. got to find something to pass the time. Dude. Yeah, right. I have it written on the wall in my studio, or I got a dry erase board in my studio. It's, you know, uh, goal number one, blow up big and act like I don't know nobody. Yeah. In well, the words of Riff Raff. Well, I mean, in all honesty, like, I really hope you forget me. Like, <laughs> I, no, I, no, no, no. Like, in, in all seriousness, like, anybody that I talk to, like, I, I hope that someday they don't know who I am. No, like, man. But, because now, now the reasoning is because, like, that means that they are doing fucking awesome. Right. But, I mean, like, I feel like, too, for me, like, me personally, I don't know if it would ever be possible to, like, forget anybody right anybody who's ever given me a platform anybody who's ever helped me out anybody's ever even said like i mean even kelly like to be like you're doing something great anybody to even encourage me it, it that's that's something i could never i could never like just i could never forget i could never not, not be grateful for it like yeah. i had I think, come oh no go ahead i'm sorry I'm I, was, I had people come up to me after the show on sun on saturday i don't really have that happen to me very often because most of the time people are like wow that guy's crazy uh, but like I, I, after that show, I had a lot of people coming up to me and they were like, you did great, blah, blah, blah. And like, I didn't exactly know how to respond. I was just like, well, th th thank you for coming. <laughs> like, I, <laughs> you know, like what the fuck? This, this guy watches way too much black porn. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I guess, so I, so I, I think, I think just to add on to what Brian was saying is like your true friends, like true friends. Not people who just hang about and hopefully might get something from you, but your true friends never expect anything from you. So if you were to get big and make a million dollars, I have no doubt that Brian would just be like, you know what? Fucking awesome, dude. I'm going to sit over here and smoke cigars and do my own thing. <laughs> right. And you're going to be a fucking millionaire and you might come on my podcast every once in a while. And I, I, I totally believe like the people who have, your best interest at heart don't want anything from you. Yeah, like they want true. you, to, they want to see you make it. They want to see you do well. And they're like, you know what? That dude, that dude's doing good. He's oh, doing exactly. great. And I'm going to sit over here and I'm going to live my life. Oh, so exactly. it, it might go along a little bit with what he was just saying. It's like, don't remember me. But at the same time, like oh, you're no, going I I, I, I'm not. I'm not saying don't remember me, but if you, yeah. if you <laughs> but I mean, but, you know, but no, like I, I mean, like what, what I'm saying is like if you don't, like I'm fucking happy because mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. if, if you don't remember me, like you've obviously got so much shit going on in your life that is awesome that I'm gonna be fucking happy for you. Oh yeah, that's and, and that's a true friend. That's a true friend right there, and it and it's in its truest form, like people who are happy for you and who are not envious of your status mm -hmm. that will support you. Even if you've got $2 or if you've got $2 billion, those, those are true friends. All right. Kelly motherfucking sparks. That's me. 
How'd you know my middle name? <laughs> <laughs> it's that it's that fucking intuition. I don't know. Man, that's dude. You like whiskey a lot. I figured yeah, motherfucking yeah. was somewhere in yeah, the title. Exactly. <laughs> So yeah, that conversation took a couple of weird turns, didn't it? I hope you guys enjoyed it. I definitely enjoyed having Keegan here. Uh, it's always a pleasure to have Keegan here. I definitely have to thank him. And thanks to Kelly for uh, hanging out with us uh, via video chat. And hopefully sometime soon I'm going to get all three of the bearded idiots onto the show. Uh, scheduling and whatnot isn't the easiest thing to do. If you haven't noticed, I I don't release on a regular schedule obviously it's not every week it's not the same day every week uh i was trying to do that for a while but working swing shift it just doesn't happen that way so sorry if that's an inconvenience hopefully you guys still stick around and you know get an episode every couple of weeks or so so uh you know i've said it before i do it as a hobby i love doing it uh hopefully you guys enjoy what i'm doing as well so I definitely appreciate everybody listening and, you know, again, hopefully you guys enjoy it. Um, so with that being said, don't forget to check out Kelly Sparks YouTube channel for whiskey reviews, uh, honest whiskey reviews. Uh, he's got some blind one. He's, he's got some, you know, straight up whiskey reviews and the bearded idiots podcast. Like I said, he's one third of the bearded idiots and I love the show. Uh, I've, I've been stuck on it since the first episode that I listened to, uh, gone back and listened to most of the older episodes as well. Uh, very entertaining. You definitely have to have, uh, you know, a, a thick sense of humor, uh, is, is the only way that I can think to, to put it right now. But, um, it's, it's a great show. Uh, if, if you've got the same sense of humor that I have, you're going to love it. So check out Kelly Sparks, YouTube, check out his, uh, podcast the bearded idiots and don't forget to check out all of keegan's stuff keegandamron.com uh moron brothers radio so uh any feedback comments questions uh suggestions email me brian at the herfcast.com and don't forget to check out the website everything i mentioned at the top of the episode still exists you know so uh support me by buying a shirt Support me on Patreon. Um, support the cigar industry by going to Cigar Rights of America. And that's about it. That's that's about all I got. So, again, I hope everybody enjoyed. And stay tuned for the next one.